Taking back the things I got for you. You. And that includes my sweet little bussy. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, little kitty cat. He don't want you anymore. No. What a classic. I love your remix. Love your gay ass remix. Yeah, just to include everyone or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Why not? Um, Welcome back to the show, folks. Another week. uh, And we're still alive. Believe it or not. Um, I am uh, Tierra Wack. (laughs) And I am Lori Lightfoot. This is the read. Shout out to Tierra Wack. She's very dope. Yeah, she's pretty good. I found out about her through Solange, who is on her way back as well. Yeah, we're gonna get into like that. Like we like we knew, but yes. Um, so welcome back. As we stated, lots to unpack. Things are happening all over the place. My God. Here I am. <laughs> okay. Uh so this week in Black Excellence, now we have loads of people to to discuss real quick. You know, the Academy Awards just took place as a thing that happened. Um lots of, of emotions coming out of it, but many of them great black emotions. Yes, many. Lots of great black things happened. First of all, y'all showed the fuck out on that red carpet. My God, and we're gonna get into that as well. Ooh, man. But fuck. Fuck. Angela Bassett? Jesus. All by herself. God damn. First of all, she's the black diamonds that we didn't even realize we actually needed. Yes. (laughs) She fully had rose quartzes or pink diamonds, diamonds Mm -hmm. in her hand. Yeah, just a clutch. Just a clutch. Steven's soul. There you is. That's my clutch. (laughs) Origin story. There's all the background we need, Rebecca. Amen. So... You have your voice actor and all. Rebecca. Uh, what? So, um, yeah, as we said, great things happened. Now, um, interestingly enough, I was going to do what I'm about to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But I feel uh, more pressure on myself now because we were sent on assignment, apparently. We were. By Jack A. Harry. We were. Who demands the following. Now, again, this was going to happen. Um for a few reasons. Now, <clears throat> Regina King. Regina King Ooh, won God. her first Academy Award. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Rewind. Academy Award winner, Regina King. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get it right. Got her first Oscar for If Beale Street Could Talk, mm-hmm. which she shout out in. Of if course. you haven't seen it yet, don't waste your time. Wait, I where did that? Yeah. Don't waste your time not seeing it is what I mean. Yeah, don't delay. Don't delay your time. Run your ass to your nearest on-demand option. Absolutely. And go look at it. But she kills it in everything. She's never been bad in one single thing. Here's the thing, and the reason why I was going to dive into this anyway, because I appreciate just desserts. <laughs> you do love desserts. I love the fact that this is an actor who has been present in my life for all of it. Mm -hmm. I was born in 87 and around that same time, there was no place like home. I mean, no place like (laughs) home. So 
What was 85, 86 was 227? Um, and she was Brenda. Right. And I mostly remember 227 in like the context of reruns. And even now, it is still on TV a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, I would just sit up and watch 227 all day. But yeah, she was I don't believe that I was just <laughs> Brenda cackling Jenkins back in the day. At Brenda Jenkins when it was, you know, airing new episodes. But I very quickly, in the 90s, yeah, was introduced to 227, all of the magic that it brought. From there, you know, Regina was a part of my life in Boys in the Hood. Yep. In Poetic Fucking Justice. Ooh, yes. In Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. A Thin Line. Mm-hmm. As well. Jerry fucking Maguire. A classic. Mama was in Ray. Oh, wow. And everybody else racked up Oscars for that. Listen... Not to not to mention her incredible voice acting skills. Two thousand. I don't remember reading the exact year. I know I was in I was in high school. It was an incredible and uh, uh, wildly popular comic strip called The Boondocks. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Magruder brought his black ass out here and said, "Hey, doing an animated series. Uh, Regina King is going to voice Hugh, Huey." As well as Riley. And some of you girls were asking questions. And what did Regina do? Create a fucking classic. I just sat on this black ass program and recited the full ass monologue that you hit you bitches with that is ever relevant today about R. Kelly, which was the second goddamn episode. As well as Riley's following Boo! Like... Ugh, Miss Dubois. Your peach cobbler look like throw up. <laughs> it do. It look like throw up with peas in it. Miss Dubois, you been eating peas? Like, and she did it masterfully. Masterfully brought all of the right effects. Yes. Like, bitch, what were you even thinking about questioning any goddamn body? We known. aren't finished. The, I mean, the list goes on so long. We can talk about Miss Congeniality. We can talk about her Ooh, being so a judge on Drag Race. We could talk about Mother fucking her directing countless goddamn programs you've watched including Scandal including Shameless I think she directed the season finale of the last season of Insecure Mama's all over the place in terms of everything she's directed music goddamn videos okay you saw I think um, she directed an episode of Blackish too listen if I'm not forgetting and she was on American Crime you saw American Crime. You did. You saw Seven Seconds. Sniff the Emmy. Oh, you can't. Oh, it was so good. You can't. Oh, it's it on her so mantle good. and you're not invited in. <laughs> what the fuck was you talking about? So I just like mm-hmm. the fact that Regina King, again, she has been present in my life as an actor with those big, gorgeous brown eyes for as long as I've been breathing air. That's right. So to see her like be a part of so many classic black and otherwise productions Mm -hmm. whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera and then get this recognition for it yes is just it's a beautiful thing it was and she deserves because incredible as always in that white and then her mama too her speech oh god her and her mama had me in tears oh i was acting like such a little bitch and she's the lead in HBO's upcoming Watchmen series, which means nothing to Crystal, because nope. Crystal's a nerd adjacent. But I don't know anything about the show yet. I've seen the film, obviously, and I've read some of the like novel, but I don't know anything about the show yet, and I don't want to know anything. All I know is that if 
Like Regina King about to be on this show with superpowers. My God. I don't even... Ooh, is that kind of movie? I don't even... Watchmen is like... It's a superhero. Oh, so she eats the type shaped herb. And then what happens? <laughs> She's like a... She like. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Because I haven't kid? done any... Um, I haven't done any uh, research into it yet because I, I I found out that she was like the lead basically, and I said I don't want to know anything else. I mean, I'm gonna I want to watch this, but I was gonna watch it regardless right. because I'm already a fan. But the fact that she's in it, yeah. If Regina King has superpowers in this goddamn motherfucking show, mm. the point of my standing is is just congratulations Regina King you absolutely deserved this is right around the corner you like we have seen and and I think um acknowledged and recognized what Regina King has been doing as a mm-hmm. performer for a long time but I don't know if it was American crime or what it was but the white girls and boys were like oh I think it was American that's crime that's the one look they were like we need to stop sleeping on this oh, wait, one just, I've seen this colored girl I'm, just I so many times this, this brown girl she's just She's just been everywhere for You know, a they few named decades. all of the other black girls in the fucking oh, world because did. people still think that Oprah is Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> is it Gabrielle Union? Can you imagine being fucking Whoopi Goldberg and somebody calling you Oprah? I can't imagine being Oprah and somebody calling me Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Either one of those. What the fuck you got to do at this goddamn point? Because if I Anyways. was Whoopi, I would be like, bitch, I am an EGOT. <laughs> and if I was Oprah, I would be Name like, bitch, I'm an award. Oprah. <laughs> I have it. Like, get out of my face. Um, also at the Oscars, more standing to do. So Spike Lee, another black icon. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, Spike got up there and told the motherfucking truth, okay? <laughs> I knew he was about to cut up. I said, just let him have it. Let him have it, because this is overdue as well. Four finger rings on each hand, one in love and one in hate. I said, this nigga. All purple suit on. <laughs> This nigga leapt into Sam Jackson's fucking Dude, bosom. What a gift. And collected his award. Beautiful. Oh my. When I tell you, and and storm out on them again. <laughs> Best adapted screenplay. And told them don't cut that fucking music on. As soon as he got up there. That's why it was bleeped. <sighs> <laughs> that nigga. You know, them this the white people at the after parties like Let's talk about this inclusion thing <laughs> to one another. I mean, like, yes. How much of this nigger shit do we have to keep doing? Because I feel like they got a lot this I mean, year. We gave them it was like a lot of black twelve people. years of slave. It was like a lot. We gave them twelve years of slave. We gave them fucking monsters ball. And now Not they just monsters wanna... ball. <laughs> Jesus God. Black Panther is nominated for like seven awards. God damn it. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking gowns Beth sold for that? God damn Amy Adams. <laughs> I can think of at least three Spike Lee movies that deserved it more than Black Klansman, but And here we and, and that's that's let's dive into that. Because Black Klansman, good. I enjoyed it anyway. But the history okay i liked it okay the history of spike it's like <sighs> okay <laughs> it's just whatever you come up with the, like, <sighs> mm-hmm. yes. spike lee deserves an oscar you're right about that he absolutely does so it's like and i'm not surprised why people gave it to him for that movie oh no i mean we that's we're not going to do that this week because that's not what this is about. Ah, you're right. We're still doing Black Excellence. That's not what this is you're about. Right. So we're not even going to touch on that this week. We could talk about the the 
the roles and the productions that we win for at another time. Okay. That's not what the fuck this is about. Okay. We're clapping our hands for our brothers and sisters and That's queens right. and kings. That's right. Spike Lee, bitch, go the fuck off. As well as Mahershala, okay? Two goddamn Oscars. Oh, God. so Two motherfucking Oscars. You better sit up on God on the top of your motherfucking throne, you acting ass goddamn nigga. <laughs> you better do that and you do it to motherfucking day. Hello, Denzel. Here I am with my two as well. What were yours for? Mine too? Thanks. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go get coffee together. Us two single Negroes with multiple acting That's Oscars. Right. That's right. Let's talk about Hannah Beekler. Yes, let's do it. Showing her whole ass for the production design Beautiful. for Black Panther. <laughs> First black human to win an Oscar for best production design. That is really tragic. How many years have the have, has the Academy Awards? Has it been two hundred and third? I don't think it's even been a hundred yet. Two hundred and seventeen. It's been yes, actually, it started the year after slavery was abolished. Okay, so yes, it's been a very long time. Uh, and we're still here. Well deserved, Hannah. Gown, hair, glasses, speech. Yes, as well as you deserving the goddamn award that you won because look uh, at the yes, film. Because Black Panther was gorgeous. Ruth. <laughs> Oh, sis, this lady right here, everybody in Hollywood is like, oh, yeah, Ruth did the the whatever for something I worked on, no matter how long ago it was. She has been on or involved in every fucking thing. First black woman to win an Oscar for best costume design. That is preposterous. <laughs> like, is. Production design, I can almost argue with you dumbasses on, okay, mm. We had to have we had to have some some futuristic African ass shit for y'all to be like, oh, the wonder. <laughs> what? But costume design, my nigga. Yeah, that's incredibly overdue. Wow. Yes. Anyhow, again, well deserved. You bitches saw the film, and you saw it multiple goddamn times. Peter Ramsey. Director of Spider-Man yes. Into the Fucking Spider-Verse. Oh, I screamed. I told everybody this is a black win, too. <laughs> now available on, um, I believe, digital HD and things. I already pre-ordered the 4K version. I'm just going to wait for that. Mm-hmm. I don't want... I'm, I need the disc. I have the player. And I have the marijuana. So I'm going to wait for the street date for the hard copy. And y'all won't hear from me that day. Because I can't wait to dive back into this movie. Is that Blu-ray? I don't know. Ish. Okay. Ultra HD, so it's whatever newer it calls than Blu-ray? it. It's Blu-rays. It's no more. I was gonna say something so petty. <laughs> Just so go ahead and say it. Damn, it must be bad. <laughs> Never mind. Four oh K is you know the new girl. So, um, all right. Best animated film. First black director. To win an Oscar for Best Animated Film. There was still a lot of firsts, and we say this at every award show. But and God my damn. God, yep. if it wasn't for this black man here, Lord only knows. I mean, the film probably would have still been been very pretty. But mm-hmm. so many of the cultural references and significances that mm-hmm. took place in that That's film also yes. were a part of the impact. At so least good. for ner- blurds like myself. I loved that movie. I was pleasantly shocked at how much I enjoyed it. You didn't really need to know anything about a comic book ever in your life. No, you didn't. Like like me. <laughs> you probably never you, you didn't even need to ever have heard of Spider-Man. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. No, girl. Literally every they okay. told you the story of Spider-Man 8 times in that movie. Okay, no, you're right. <laughs> like, you could have never heard of Spider-Man in your life and you probably would have followed along. Okay. That's probably true. I mean, how complicated was it really? I mean, no. It, but was, it was also it was a fun time. It was 
I cry. If my eyes, oh, I do too. If my eyes could eat sour straws, I feel like that's what I'm addicted to. Sour straws. I eat I uh, three packs a day. Wow. That I just blue green. You need so a twelve step program. Ones. That's just how I felt watching that film. It was like I candy. Okay. Um, so congratulations to all of the blacks that won amazing black things. <laughs> this uh this Academy Award season year moment. Okay. You're all awesome and you all deserve and uh Green Book is trash. So they did all that because they knew they wasn't gonna give us fucking best picture. They knew it. And honestly, seeing all them Negro wins throughout the night, I knew it. I said they doing all this because it ain't no way. Lady Gaga about to get that the Oscar for that hollering ass song that I'm tired of hearing that clip from. <sighs> something about life is a song whatever that song is. I'm on a something. Oh yeah. And I had a feeling they would give it to oh, me. To Green Book, yeah. they you know they love to nominate movies that are kind of about black. That's people. not what the fuck we're not doing. White that people still get to be the same. This week, you're right. That's not saying. what today is. I just today had to say, uplifting. We all lifted. We all lifted. We know. We know what it is. So, congrats, blacks. Y'all did that. And thank you, Jack K. Harry, for literally threatening us. Yeah. <laughs> she said she was gonna tell your business. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what does she know? I believe it. <laughs> Like what? I do. I just hope I didn't let yeah, anybody who are her source, sources. God she got knows. dirt on your black ass. <laughs> she said she was gonna spill it, nigga. Um, this week. Oh God, let's just skip this part. We were doing so nice. Mm-hmm. Things are so positive. Yeah, we really can't skip this part, unfortunately. The segment is called Hot Tops. Misery. <laughs> just straight like that. <laughs> I was either going for that or I was, I was going to do the, the hand trades tale, but that made less oh, sense. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The hand trades tale. Okay, yes. Um, so, uh, Solange is here to save Black History Month mm-hmm. and she's bringing Black Planet with her. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, Solange, are you sure? <laughs> Black, I don't. Black Planet, girl? I don't even. Wow. Last time I logged on to Black Planet, niggas was... Oh, God. Asking people to come through and sign their G-spot. Y'all Their was... what? <laughs> you... <laughs> I never had a Black Planet page. Oh, it was the precursor to MySpace. It was I know that. Space. And it was... When you wanted somebody to sign your guest book, you would say... People said G-spot instead of guest book just to be extra nasty. And y'all was dressing up Boondocks characters as your sorority and fraternity members and... There's a lot of gifts, blinking roses and shit all over All of them, them, them ghetto ass glittery doll bitches yep, that y'all used to be shit. making. Yes, them glittery dolls. <laughs> y'all dress today. Them ghetto ass brats. The way that the, the glittery <laughs> brat dolls were made. That's what everybody looked like now. It was such a mess. People would just post big ass pictures on their page. It would take forever to load and... Oh, then they started rolling out all kind of bullshit features that just turned up the niggerosity even more. <laughs> it was just, it was a time. I really enjoyed I think Black MySpace Planet. was my beginning of oh, the social. The Black Planet chat room shit used to pop, okay? I don't know <laughs> nothing about that. Same with Downlink. Oh, God, the girls used to act up. MySpace and BGC Live forums. That was my life. Okay, I only. <laughs> That's when I, I learned how to make gifts. In the BGC forums. Yes, absolutely. I had to have a personality. Absolutely. 
you had a you had a person were you were you the gift nigga? I was the gift girl. Wow. Absolutely. So people came to you and was like, I need yes. there was a whole era where I was um only I was uh exclusively using Lauren London gifts because I felt like I would be new new. Yeah. I've had a feeling um, you identify with new I really heavily identified with new new <laughs> um, <laughs> in that era of my life. And so I felt like she was gonna be my avatar for the BGC forums. Oh, Lord. Um and then I expanded into just general giftage and now here I am yeah still. A, f- a full mess look and you have turned your beginnings on almost called a bad girls club black gay connect black gay chat black gay chat look what you have turned that into a whole ass career just I guess they stop being a mess and making gifts on I'm, the I'm the evolution of that that mud that's beautiful. Yeah. I like that. Well, yeah, Solange is back and she's got loads of gifts and photographs and and uh, magic women that sort of resemble maybe a LeChat. Um, there's like a lot. There are quotes on here uh, that uh, text that says things like for for the bad weaves in two ways. Mm-hmm. I made the pilgrimage back to the pagoda of Third Ward, Houston, to answer this. Yeah. Okay. I swallowed the light, but I did not sit in the sun. Well, that was deep. I thought, man, that's a tattoo. Through my ear. Oh, I thought I said earrings. <laughs> I thought I said through my earrings like offerings. <laughs> I mean, through my earnings like offerings and prayed it went to something that made her feel good. I, I don't know anything about um about Black Planet or if this is even how Black Planet ever looked. Um, it's no, no. This is different. But I also didn't sign up. But this homepage. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. This recent <laughs> posts and all that. That's it. Did not used to be like that. These photographs. There's there's lots of like uh the, the, like rode, rodeo themed. Yeah. Uh, Im- images. Well, you know how she is. She's country as fuck. Yeah, I love <laughs> so all of that. Yes. Um, I love this photo of like this. It's almost like glass or plastic that's like melting over her, the front of her body. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's very pretty. I love the hat thing. Whatever that's, those few hats that oh, are the just cowboy hat together dress. Over titties. <laughs> I don't know. A cowboy Listen, hat bando. Solange, take my checking and savings. <laughs> just do it, girl. Just take. I just just have it. I don't even. I don't know if some of this is from is photo like album artwork she's working on, music videos, both. You know she builds furniture and sets and shit now as well. She does. She does so, all her own set design. Oscar coming. Very I'm buying soon. the tickets. Of course. I'm 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 buying the music. Of course. I'll take a coffee table book. Keychains. Mm-hmm. I bought the book last time she put something out. <sighs> and I didn't get none of this shit. Bonnet. <laughs> I was like, bitch, what does any of this mean? I'm so confused. That young lady who was on the pole, I was like, incredible photo. What does any of this have to do with anything? I don't know. Solange is weird. But this I'll sort of be- like digitalized Cedar's Cedar's world esque uh co- computer version of a of a Solange esque body i don't know what solange is trying to tell us because she exists on on a plane far above mine and all i could do is hope to touch the hem of her her spiritual garment Mm -hmm. uh through her music and art and and be reborn into whatever it is that she's serving solange please and thanks i knew the time was coming and i just i mean the the album could be out now (laughs) 
really could and we wouldn't know. But whenever it does come, I'll be ready. I always am. And whew, after a seat at the table, I mean, like I already was a fan. But girl, don't tell me nothing about Solange. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it, bitch. I love that Solange is like way artsier than my poor ghetto mind can process. Oh, yeah. But also likes, you know, hot chips. <laughs> and gangsta boo right she's still you know like she's she's very hashtag different and like, yeah. but at the same time she probably time, watches Love After Lockup still really into some nigga shit yes she used to talk about I don't know if she still does but she used to talk about like how she loved Housewives of Atlanta yeah. she was into the, the garbage absolutely and the dumb shit. yeah she's still very much tapped into you know black culture and not just bougie rich artsy ass black people culture but like the rest of us as well so whatever she does i'm i'm here for it signed up and ready just not literally signed up because girl i'm not rejoining black planet i'm not i I'm not never i wouldn't even know they don't even have an ssl certificate where are these passwords going i was jealous of the college girls when facebook was exclusive for them and i still don't get it oh i remember those days and yes i was the bitch going <laughs> excuse me you got to have a school email address for this shit bitch I was and like specific schools at first yeah this is what I'm talking about when it wasn't I like you could just Facebook. go to school yeah every school wasn't on Facebook and so that's probably like, so great oh then. the rest of you girls don't have oh your school's not on the facebook.com I bet so don't many people got pregnant during that Facebook era oh well I mean sure oh, Facebook not? was probably so lit then it definitely was when they opened it up to high school kids I was like this is the beginning of the end and it was and then when they opened it up to everybody it was like well that's it <laughs> fuck this app it has gone downhill since then now it looks like a spaceship blasting off to Zathura I, I don't do know what anyways I really can't do Facebook um 21 Savage is out in these streets again um currently free from the clutches of ice and what is he doing he's expanding his 21 savage bank account campaign that's what the fuck he's doing he's going to be going after 150 youths who are disconnected from you know things going on in their work lives their school lives and going to mentor them on financial literacy having a bank account and saving money being responsible with it knowing the the value of a dollar okay. and hard work etc etc this is an initiative that's not even new. It's something that he started last year and is getting back into as well. So 21 Savage, with his knife betwixt the brows, <laughs> is out here and has been out here trying to do good things with the, the money that he's gotten from his vulgarities. Yes. And, and that I appreciate. He also spoke... Um, with the New York Times about all kinds of things, including everybody's memes. Um, and he said uh, the following. He said, <clears throat> you know, bruv, um, <laughs> some of them was real funny. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was real appreciative. I, I was appreciative of it. I could have been like any other person who was just like, you know, he's locked up. Damn. And nobody said nothing. Some people. <laughs> Don't write it down. <laughs> Some people, I see why they was mad. I, I, I see why they was mad. It ain't about the meme, you know, bruv. It's, it's about the bigger picture. <laughs> but I done been through way worse things in my life than somebody putting me on a meme, you know. I've been shot. What's a meme? A meme is nothing, bruv. Are you, are you taking a piss, bruv? 
and things like that. So that's what is that essentially how, is he that taking the piss meets. I don't know. I just hear a lot of people say that from London. Okay, and okay. I like it a lot. Okay, because I'm not even entirely sure what that means. When I think that when someone says "Are you taking the piss?" it means like, "Are you fucking kidding? Like, are you crazy? Are you really? out of your damn mind?" I thought it meant like, and like those are the context clues I've gathered. Oh, I thought it meant like, "Are you dealing with the brunt of this? Are you having my ass?" Is a Commonwealth term meaning to take liberties at the expense of others? Oh, are you joking? Are you being unreasonable? It is a shortening of the idiom. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Taking the piss out of. Oh, an expression meaning to mock, tease, joke, ridicule, or we stuff. learn things. Got it. Okay. Taking I'm so sorry to everybody that I just offended with that. taking a piss. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, that sounds exactly like my age. That's such a terror. Oh, my God. You went through seven goddamn different regions. <laughs> sounds just like my cousins in Bur- Berkeley. Birmingham. And, Bur- and Birmingham. Yes. And in and, and, and Manchester. Oh, no. And I can't think of any. any and in. In uh, Sussex. Yes. Essex. And Wales. <laughs> and also, oh wait, no, not Scotland. That's a totally different place. I was thinking Scotland Yard. Scottish people are like, they have like a wild different accent. No, Scotland Yard is, is the English thing. It's yeah, but English it's just voice. like, I know that accent is super different. I know everybody overseas is like, really? You people are so Whatever, bitch, American. I know we're stupid. Like, girl, have you looked at the news? We know, we know we're girl, dumb. We know. We admit that every day, bitch. We don't know we shit. Sorry. Um, so what 21 is saying is that there is no need for Offset, Chris Brown, or anyone else to get bent out of shape. He's free for now, doing the best that he can. And, you know, he's got loads of support behind him and and God bless and the following. Amen. I really, I have to say, I underestimated 21 Savage. I railed him off as just another one of these young people who was out here making music that I didn't really understand. And Well, he is doing yeah, that. I mean, just kind of left it at that, though. Yeah, that's after, true. It's a knife. Yeah. And the whole Amber Rose taught me how to drink water and eat vegetables thing. I was like, I don't need to pay attention to this little nigga. But, I mean, that was pretty sad. you know, I really like what he's using his platform to do. Some real decent shit. So, shout out to you. And I do still think you niggas could have chilled out on Demi Lovato just a little bit. I really don't think all that was necessary. Stay right off of the internet. It really wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Thank you. Still don't like her. Okay, you don't have to. I'm just saying you niggas did a lot behind <laughs> some jokes that everybody was like. I'm gonna remember why she pissed me off too. <laughs> Are you? Because mm-hmm. I feel like you're not. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> okay. I haven't looked it up at the moment. <laughs> I don't remember why she pissed okay. me off. One I y'all know too. I'm gonna wait. I already been. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just can't think of anything she's done. I just know people make fun of her for like having a drug problem or eating disorder or. I don't, well, I don't I actually do don't know anything things. else about her. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. I'm not really into white culture like that. White? Yeah. <laughs> not really. Like people were talking, to, people have been debating heavily about whether Lady Gaga and that white man she was in that movie with Bradley have chemistry. Cooper? There you go. And I'm like, really? Who cares? Who ca- First of all. <laughs> But who can even tell? I don't even know. Weren't they acting? I, I, that's what I thought. I thought them bitches were performing the song, like, to give y'all the feeling from the movie or whatever. I thought the movie was like a love story. I mean, shit, I ain't look at it. I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. So. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. If that's. 
But people have been they, analyzing that performance of them for days since the Oscars. Why? Is this proof that there's chemistry between Lady Gaga and Bradley? One whatever? would fucking hope so since they were supposed to play lovers in a movie. <laughs> you would think so. But yeah, that's what that's what I saw going on on Instagram. They're all, but that's why I was so late to this photo of her and Madonna together hugged up. Oh, yeah. I said, that's nice. Madonna finally stopped acting like Nicki Minaj and decided to embrace the young girl. She placed, a little, Hayden. she placed a little root on her. <laughs> <laughs> she was watching. Placed a little something on the back of her neck or something. <laughs> Suck the youth out. Tagged you now, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna regret this. Oh, no, it was a cute picture, though. lay up with Madge. They need to do a song together. You know, I would not I would not actually be mad at that. Madonna has pissed me off a lot lately with her stupid ass comments. Oh yeah, for sure. I won't deny her catalog. At all. She's had some fun some I would fun love bops. to see a high budget one song Madonna song and video of them being aliens, whatever weird shit it is that right. they want to do. They're gonna come up with something crazy. Just a huge pop uh, moment. Sure. We need another like huge pop star crossover, yeah. big budget music video. Like it hasn't telephone. happened in a while. Telephone like, was great. Telephone-esque. And Lady Gaga was really good at that. So mm-hmm. maybe she could do it again. With Madonna, I don't see why not. That would be great. Um, oh, God. You know, sometimes I close the tab to go to the next one. And I remember <laughs> like, I pulled out a story. This. And I'm like, why did I choose this? <laughs> Are the pickings this goddamn slim this week? So Jordan Woods is going on Red Table Talk. Yeah. And... <laughs> For real. <laughs> She got on her Instagram live um, and basically just streamed herself walking and sitting at the red table and mm. then putting her head into her palm and cutting the feet. That was it. And it was very funny because you could actually like, you know that like Instagram streams, especially if you save the video from the the second that you hit that button yeah like the moment it says you are now live not the moment you get the first con the first comment or no. nothing like that yep. so you can actually see the video and hear the person snapping to let to cue her to start the walk <laughs> and it's just this oh, like God. You extra dramatic so apparently her family and and the smith family are friends or something like yeah, that i think the smiths are like her godparents or something like that playing sounds about right or something like that you know how niggas are so she's going first of all jada and will are over there taking all over facebook watch they are. i think will smith just launched a new show on facebook watch yeah because mm-hmm. um, instagram domination wasn't enough so why not they're gonna head for the other apps as well bitch um and i like red table talk yeah, so, I do too. And I love Will Smith's Instagram. They always doing something crazy over there. They're both great. I feel like he has an editor just for his Instagram videos. Like somebody who's just working he on those. absolutely does. Chris, are you kidding? I just know it. For sure he does. Uh, I really that love it. That nigga's like, you content. know what? Let's just go swim over the Great Barrier Reef. Let's all do it. And they'll just figure out how to put it on we Instagram. We decided. We're just going to go. We're just going to go skydiving. And Jada, you know, I wanted her to come with me. And she was like, nigga, it's your bucket list. It's supposed to be like you. Nigga, what that got to do with me? And I love it. I don't know exactly what Jordan is supposed to be saying on this, I guess, upcoming episode of of Red Table Talk. I don't know much about the baby girl. I'm going to assume that she's going to go on there and plead her case and... Uh, convince people that she's not a homewrecker, even though that in itself is ironic because look at the family. And then... Exactly that. Um, 
I don't know, maybe be like, hey, Carly girl, let's hit up Soho House like old times. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I would love for her to go on there and be like, no, what these bitches ain't going to do, et cetera. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish. I this, doubt it. I mean, I low-key wish she wasn't going on Red Table Talk just because I could not give a fuck less about this story. We just, why? I don't care if some Kardashian got cheated on. I do not give a shit. All of them fuck married men, taken men, men who just had babies with somebody. They they all do this shit. So the fact that I almost called her Kelly. The fact that Khloe Kardashian lost her man in a a fashion very similar to the way she got him does not mean nothing to me. I don't care that it was Kylie's best friend, allegedly, because, again, I still don't even truly believe that this happened. This family is not above stunts and shows and getting other people involved in their stunts and bullshit. So not even that I believe it, but I also, even if it is 100% true, I don't care. I don't give a shit who Jordan Woods fucks. She can fuck the man of every single person in that family. And I would not give, including Travis Scott. And I would not give a damn because that's just a pack of hoes over there. And they take whoever nigga they fucking want. So, oh, well, bitch, you got what you deserve. And you and all your stupid ass, half plastic ass sisters getting on Instagram, mouthing the lyrics to, <laughs> what's up? Was it Don't Mess With My, it was Don't yes. Mess With My Man. Yes, with your By big old Nivea. Swedish fish looking ass Featuring Jagged Edge. Girl, if you don't or sit the it, fuck down. It's Jagged Edge, right? Don't mess with my man. I wish all the women whose men y'all have slept with got together and did that same shit to y'all. I wish it was just a video of them hoes. Countless number of women who are like, I personally have been victimized by the Kardashian family. So you bitches can just but see that'll be befriended people that are good at it. Well, there's that also as well. But so Tiger got thrown out of a party very publicly uh, the other day. Speaking of ex Kardashian blacks, and he um, <clears throat> is apparently now uh, involved in a, a full back and forth with Young Draco, who is officially on the second shut in list. Because is it that bad now? It's been pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, yes. But now it's bad and it's boring and it's kind of like sick. Okay. Damn. So, uh, I didn't understand. To be honest with you, I completely forgot about the whole storyline of, oh, well, Tiger had, they said Tiger had the biggest comeback of last year. No, I had the biggest comeback of last year because who cares about either? But I also forgot about that. Apparently that, uh, uh, it, it simmered into the, the, the fuck pile of gumbo that we're, <laughs> we're sniffing on at the moment. That's yes, the fuck pile. And, <clears throat> So I guess this whole um this whole hiring of Black China was supposed to be a a a, a trolling of Tyga. Why would Tyga still care about uh, what Black China does with over China? How many women ago was that? Uh, please. I can't fathom why he would give a shit about that. Who knows? Unless it's some weirdo straight nigga shit where you just really care about who your baby mama is sleeping with years after the fact. I don't even think that he cared. Yeah. I think that Soldier Boy needs a nap. Okay. 
and probably a juicy juice. I mean, I would also like a juicy juice. Them shits is good. Let me tell you something. They good, nigga. A cherry bitch? 100% incredible. A good refrigerated okay. cherry they juicy good. juice. good, okay? And don't have some bitch. liquor, bitch. Woo! Okay. I will take all your baby juice boxes. Quench your goddamn Shamelessly, thirst, ho. <laughs> I will also like a juicy juice. Young man, I understand. It's a sugar low. You need a nap. You gotta go lay down. Um... So apparently, Tiger got kicked out of Floyd Mayweather's party because he confronted uh, some niggas who were allegedly responsible for him getting one of his cars repossessed. Ugh. You know, they snatched about four or five of them things from Tiger. How is that somebody else's fault? I don't. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I ain't gonna ask you to clarify anything that just. Don't I'm doing make the sense. fucking best. I know you are. Friend. I don't know what the Go fuck ahead. these niggas are going through. <laughs> Everybody's crazy. Um. Go ahead. So they fully have this gigantic man doing um, the Jazzy Jeff uh, Fresh Prince toss outside of somebody's uh, uh, clubhouse. And Soulja Boy took that as a moment to taunt him, as well as saying, me and Black China can never work. She likes niggas like Tyga. Which, look at niggas like you, sis. And then he said, I, I fucked... That. Where is the insult in that? She like, I mean, Tiger is whack, but so are you. So what does that even mean? Right. Oh. That's what I'm... Oh, these people. They said, I fucked your baby mama and played Fortnite with your son. Um, now, you didn't have to bring the baby into this. Which is like, exactly. You really didn't have to do that. For what? What did... I almost called him little Sebastian. What's his name? Sebastian is Amber Rose's child. Yes. What's hers? King. King. Of course. <laughs> What do King have to do with any of this? He probably whooped your ass at Fortnite. That's why you mad. And could whoop your ass with two hands, probably, <laughs> if I had to guess. I don't Just understand like why Jessica this is died. even happening. Right. Did Just, you see that? Mama said, I could beat your ass, soldier. So what are you even talking and about? said it with full confidence. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Who you her and her man. <laughs> Very like Y'all think I re- nigga like that? I I appreciate it. What was her man name? I think his name was Sean. I think so. He ever so classily. <laughs> yeah. He did. I don't care. Went up to this nigga and basically said, We had a discussion about this. I don't know where any of this is coming from. Please be careful. You could die. Right. That's all I'm saying. And got a handshake out of it because Soldier Boy A knew that he was wrong and B knew his life was in danger. Oh, his face got real scared real quick. Cause first of all, Jessica Dom not lying. You bout as big around as half of one of her thighs. She could easily beat you. Soldier Boy is one Jessica tip. And we all know it like it wouldn't even take a lot. <laughs> I feel like it, just one hand, honestly. And she could work that nigga and then put her man next to a child. Please. And she got up quick too. Like, uh, it, it was an immediate. This is my man's light work. They gave him <laughs> because then when he first started wilding out, the nigga was like, Is he talking to me? <laughs> or <laughs> like, everybody was sort of like, Oh, he's lost get it. it. Right. He's, but then he kept going, Yeah, nigga, I'm talking. You ain't going to be like that. Nobody touching my woman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Meanwhile, all you do is disrespect Nia back and forth. That poor girl spend the whole damn show crying, wondering why you do her so damn wrong. It was like, you doing a whole lot right now. But Jessica Dimes stepped up and handled that real quick. And the next thing you know, here go this nigga. You right. My bad. I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. You you will want to fix that Sound shit real stars, quick, honey. fool. <laughs> so, Soulja Boy, Young young Draco, Crank Master, whatever his name is, the, the Soldier Game CEO. Oh, no. 
He um, is he's officially on the second shutting list for me. Okay. I'm done. Um, and uh, pray for him, girl. Yeah, I will. Somebody might really jeepers creepers this bitch <laughs> just because. And that's what they told him. Like you could talk to somebody else like that and end up dead. You fucking with the wrong like, ones. and there wasn't a lie told. There like wasn't. he was, they all he was knew it. not even being threatening in that moment. He was like, "I, I could kill you." Yes, that's not what this is about. Is <laughs> if it were not me, you might be dead right now. You got to be careful. You got to watch who you talking to. And you see, I'm freely saying that in front of all these white folks, whole production team. Nobody's disagreeing lighting. with me. That's- gaffs and everything child I'm saying in front of everybody bitch so two fake therapists nodding their heads everybody's in agreement those you are not ther- those are Instagram therapists those those are Instagram models turned therapists like I want to see both of y'all's fucking credentials okay <laughs> especially that white girl like sis probably on IG busting down the Fasiana <laughs> oh no you ruined that song for me thank you so much speaking of which for those of you who may be unaware uh rapper Alleged rapper. Wrong, strong word. Blueface um, is transphobic. Surprise. Um, Apparently, a transgender woman uh, made a proposition for some intimate things in Blueface's DMs. And he decided to share it with the rest of us. Even though none of us asked or cared. Didn't ask. No, I didn't. And uh, after sharing screenshots of messages where it seems like messages from his side may have been removed, that means either he removed messages or she wants it to look like he removed messages. It could be one of the two. Don't know. Don't care. But what I do know is that he posted a caption on his Instagram stories that says, it tried to get with me. All and spell try T R Y E D. So the nerve of you <laughs> in the first goddamn place. You should have been asking her or anybody else who was willing to pay you some attention to not only give you that attention but also to hook you on some phonics. So wow. I don't even. Um, I can't believe this fool. You could have just been like, "Here, let me delete this." Like I do. Here, let me ignore this. Also that. But you just had to go out of your way to let us know what you would never sleep with a transgender woman. Is that like, who, we don't, bitch. We don't care. We barely cared the fuck about you. Like, right. you're lucky for whatever ungodly reason that niggas actually seem to enjoy the hook to your fucking it's record. Good. Enough so that actual rappers that have talent Mm -hmm. are out here creating remixes to it and keeping you relevant yep he's number 13 on billboard i think i think i just saw that on his instagram but yep you're right about that you usain bolt your way trying to keep up with the beat Mm -hmm. on your own song and still don't make it and still don't make it it's not quite it's not quite usain so who (laughs) i don't know who that is you Chris Christie Joe way towards the beat. Wow. And you just still couldn't. Wow. You wasn't even halfway there. You just went there. I'm just saying. Chris Christie don't run. He talk about it all the time. Not only can you not rap, you look like... You look like you belong outside of... Oh, God. Whoville's one and only trap house. <laughs> like, you look like Whoville's first crackhead. Yeah, I didn't understand that I'm every woman's fantasy shit because I've never seen a fine picture of this nigga. I'm, I don't. Literally not one time. No. 
you girls, you girls see all these fucking, you know what it is? It's the sleeve tattoos. Bitches love sleeves. I really think. Is it? I think it is. Because it can't be his face. It cannot be that face. Ugh. Let me tell you something. Uglier rappers get more pussy than Blueface. It has nothing oh, to do. Like, I, I don't think it has to do with an aesthetic at all. It has to do with with attention and, and supposed money. The idea of, of money and access. Yeah. That's it. I mean, right. You don't even... You don't even have to be a rapper. You could just be like... Some nigga out here who's friends with Drake and got like... <laughs> 50,000 followers. Sure, that's a lot. Every time you're at the club, there's a bottle somewhere near. Somebody give you some pussy, even if you look like mm-hmm. the back of a Reebok classic. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, well, there's it's not slim pickings <sighs> out here for Blueface, but the nerve of you, sis. There you go. Because the only reason that you even have this money and access at the moment, again, is because somebody somewhere has to be very good friends with somebody that you very good friends with yeah. and validated this record with features and support and radio play because it's bad. The song's bad. All of the song, the whole thing. No. Yep. I mean, I cannot agree with that, but I do agree that people worked together somehow to get Tatiana to where it is because if you just heard that song just because you just you were, you were just dicking around on Instagram and heard that song you wouldn't make it past the hook because once he gets to that verse it's just fucking awful so but all that aside like you just really didn't have to publish this lady's DMs to you but if you were gonna do it you could also be like I don't know I don't I honestly don't even like it unless you're sending out a Unless you're sending out a general stay out my DMs message and it goes for everybody. But even then, why, it's like, why would you single out a trans woman? I'm sure that you get a lot of fucking DMs. So it's just like, you just you just took this opportunity to be hateful. And that's why... The only way that it would even make sense to me that you would even be like anybody in general stay out my DMs is if you are like married and committed or in a relationship and super committed and look at this nigga. I mean, I also don't want people so, to hit on me in my DMs, but I wouldn't do this shit. <laughs> I'm also, you know what? I just realized the problem. I forgot with what that I said. there's no video, so y'all can't even see the way that I just looked at this bitch. <laughs> forgot <laughs> like, I'm not a nigga. <laughs> girl, please, your DMs alone versus um, any old nigga. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You right, girl. Please, you right. You the right. average nigga wishes the tone of their DMs was anything like yours. Perhaps. Maybe. Ugly, fine, in between. <laughs> Niggas just love the fact that people are on their dick, most of them. Whether they can reject you or not, whether they were going to answer it to it or not, just the action in general. You ain't going to hear no nigga, especially straight niggas, be like, oh, I just don't want nobody in my DMs hitting on me. <laughs> no, it's usually women, and many times it's women like yourself who just don't want to deal with harassment. You're right. I don't know what I was thinking because, I mean, not even just niggas, but especially rappers. And then for him to have all this attention out of nowhere and it's just like very sudden and I'm sure hoses everywhere. So it, this, this just didn't have to happen. You could have been quietly transphobic and let the rest of us bop on along to your terrible right. ass song. And that could have just been that. So fuck that nigga. I haven't been able to listen to the song since then. It's so very annoying. Fucking ungrateful. It's very annoying. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Good. You got your way. Good. Are you happy? I am. Okay, fine. I am. As long very. as you're satisfied. Um, so R. Kelly is free. Woo. You know For what? Now. This story is actually part of my read. Oh, is it? It is. 
It sure is. Is it because of the to, reason he is? The, yes. It and the person? It sure is. Okay, cool. And all of that bitch's association. What a fucking dumbass, we're, bro. We're gonna do it. What a flaming <laughs> fucking idiot. Okay, cool. We're gonna do it. Like, bitch, are you out of your natural God-given mind, She sis? might be. She actually might. What? <laughs> did you see her iOS press release? Yes, I did. Well... I saw the notes that an, a reporter took when she talked to that woman. Oh, yeah, in it her. wasn't an iOS press Yeah, it wasn't her press release. That's what I saw, too. Yeah, it was the notes the reporter took I forgot, took yeah, she did. her app. And she was like, yeah, I talked on the phone with this bitch for 14 minutes, and this is the bullshit that came out. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll, we'll get there. Yes, we'll okay, get fine. There. Yes. But I don't think that we had reported last week of him even being arrested, because I think it happened, like, right afterwards. Yeah, a lot happened. So... He did get uh, the lockup for, was it 10 counts? It's 10 counts, four different people. Aggravated criminal sexual abuse, four different victims. Two of the girls were reportedly, uh, I believe, 14 or 16. I think so. Um, And one of them was between 14 and 16, they said, and uh, another uh, 24. And this is after... I believe Cook County got like uh, a tape from one of R. Kelly's former employees, like another sex tape. Oh. With a girl in it that is allegedly uh, 14 and refers Damn. to herself on, on, um, on the tape as well as her body parts as being 14 years old allegedly according to this story so oh god so there's all of that and then his bond was placed at a million and when I said at the show like a lot of people were like yes yes and whatever and in my mind I'm like R. Kelly got a million dollars and you pointed out (laughs) mama doesn't have the masters (laughs) no and has been blowing through money buying them fucking spiky ass jackets and hats and shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> looking like a fucking psycho yeah, out and here. And settling out of court. And so he sure enough did not have the 10%. Yeah, but he, you know he found it. And we will get to that bitch shortly. <gasps> um, So uh, another thing we briefly touched on, this uh, Leaving Neverland documentary that's coming oh, to HBO. God. March... Third. So, yeah, let's get the details on this because it's sounding conflicting. Like, I've gotten conflicting reports. So, these two boys, Wade Robson and James, James Safechuck. Okay. Wade, I know. Yeah, James Wade, I, I definitely know as well. Yeah. Um, and he was the one who, as I said, was already getting put on blast by his family members um, and people who claim that he just wants money and attention. Okay. Um, but this uh, documentary is supposed to be about them and the alleged molestation or sexual abuse that they uh, endured at the hands of Michael Jackson when they were kids. And um, yeah, it's supposed to air on on, on oh HBO God. March 3rd. The director is a white man by the name of, is it Dan Reed? Yes. And... The family's pissed, obviously. They're already looking into legal actions, saying damages could exceed over a hundred million and they want their goddamn ducats. Jesus. Um, Oprah's supposed to be doing an after show on this documentary oh, where she's really? gonna be interviewing um the alleged oh, victims. Bitch. So honey. <laughs> I'll be watching that girl. Sorry. Bitch. <laughs> They, the girls are mad at Oprah today. Let me tell you something. Oh, so, my Sunday schedule is set. Don't ask me to do shit. <laughs> I'm busy on Sunday. 
I'm going to be watching both of these things. Yeah, same. <laughs> I... <laughs> I will be watching them with an open spirit. Absolutely, because I am... I am okay with learning whatever the truth is about the situation, especially when it it involves someone that I admire and love and appreciate so much as, as an an artist, a musician, activist, all of these things. So, you know, these are obviously like rumors and stories that have been a part of Michael Jackson's story for like most of my life. Oh yeah. You know, so nineties. So, so, a lot of these these stories and cases and stuff happened when I was very young, much like the R. Kelly thing. And I know a lot of y'all mad R. Kelly bitches want to be like, oh, y'all better have the same motherfucking energy for blah, 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 blah. I'll go into this with the absolute uh, same energy, but here's the difference for me anyway. Okay. And this is the reason why I have more of an issue with this documentary than I did with R. Kelly's. The, this, docu- this documentary has like... First of all, the the director has said that it's not about Michael Jackson. It's about the victims, which, okay. But you intentionally didn't include anybody from his family or anybody who knew him really well as a part of this documentary. And your reasoning is, well, uh, I don't believe that any of his family or anybody was in the room when he molested these boys. Like, but what? Like, even if you look into, like, if you look at Surviving R. Kelly, right? Mm -hmm. They interviewed people who worked alongside him for years and years and years, people who knew him ever since he was a child, Mm -hmm. and his family members. Who, like, not all of them were on the same side. He had a brother who was very much like, this nigga did these things and he's got to, like, deal with the consequences of Mm -hmm. it. And had a whole other brother who was, like, fully in defense of him and believes that R. Kelly is innocent. Now, the crazy thing about that and the reason that I call bullshit on what this white man is saying is because even the motherfuckers who were defending him a lot of the time were unintentionally throwing him under the bus. Uh, R. Kelly, you mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. And not, <laughs> especially that one brother <laughs> who was like, you know, R. Kelly offered our other brother $10,000. You could have been rich. To take the phone. Like, nigga, you're not going to get rich over that, bro. <laughs> Some people like younger girls. It's just a preference. No, like, even in their defense a, right. of him and believing him that he's really innocent, just in knowing him, being around him. Yeah. Like, they shed a lot of, like, light on many things. Mm -hmm. There was so much insight into who R. Kelly is and why he's done the things that he's done in that because it involved people that knew him. So to say, oh, well, this ain't about R. Kelly. I mean, this isn't about Michael Jackson. It's about the boys that he raped, but we just gonna talk to them boys. When, like, (sighs) so many people who do know him and them are telling you it's bullshit. It's it's not the same. Woo. And again... Okay. That doesn't mean that Michael Jackson is innocent. I'm still going to watch this as well as whatever I was talking about after that. <laughs> to fully like, yeah. you know, wrap my mind around how I really feel about it. But don't try. I just feel like people who are already trying to make 
comparisons between the two, I think is it, it's kind of slippery for reasons like this. Mm. As well as the fact that R. Kelly fully had a videotape that all y'all niggas saw with him fucking I mean, somebody's child. That. Every time y'all bring up R. Kelly to me, when <laughs> like last week when we talked about, you know, waiting for some facts to come out in Jesse case, they were like, where well, is this next. energy for R. Kelly? And I'm like, you dumb bitch. Did y'all not see the same video? Like, did y'all not see the video? <laughs> Are we really acting like this is not something that we know about R. Kelly versus, you know, allegations or rumors or whatever else the police may have said about Jesse? And even still in this past week or so, I am so thrilled that I didn't say (laughs) the same things that you niggas wanted me to say so desperately because we still do not know the fucking facts. And it's something new coming out all the time. The FBI saying, well, we don't know where the Chicago police got this. And the brother saying, we don't know where the Chicago police got that because we never said Jesse gave us that check to, you know, pay for an attack or anything else. So I don't understand why y'all do all that. However, R. Kelly, we all, we have, well, you know, we haven't all seen it. But if you really want to, you can see R. Kelly committing a crime against an underage girl. R. Kelly had, had, has had so many incidents throughout his career for like decades We know at he this married point. Leah when she was underage. We know that. That is a fact. We all know it. I don't, I don't understand why y'all act like that. I will be tuned in just to see how the documentary goes. Uh... Oh, and I just, woof, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because it's like, even if this documentary was to come out and I was to to, to be hit with like hard facts yeah. that all of these things about Michael Jackson are true, right? It would be a sad maybe month or so for me yeah. where I'm just like, my God, here it is. This is what I'm living with now. Yeah. But I don't think that I'm going to go and lay out in front of MTA and die over it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that I will very much right. still survive as a human being on earth. I have shit to do my yep, nigga yep. so I don't even and even if I was like fuck all that shit I still believe my nigga Michael whatever <laughs> you could fully like listen to his music in private and mind your own goddamn you really business can. what I won't do is cape for somebody that I am not 100% sure is innocent you know I was not there I don't know what happened if I see something in this documentary that makes me feel like these boys aren't lying then I'll just have to deal with that you know I mean, that'll just know. be but you know, I did not give birth to Michael Jackson. Like, I'm a fan just like millions and millions of other people are. And we will all have to reckon with whatever the, whatever truth, the is, truth might if be. If we ever do know what the truth right. is. So, you know, I will, I will certainly just fucking deal. Now, as far as Jesse Smollett goes... Yeah, sorry, just kind of briefly. Let me that. tell you, toenail biting ass bitches, one goddamn thing y'all about really me. really in y'all feelings about this. Let me tell y'all something, because... <clears throat> For clarity's sake, a couple of y'all actually had the nerve of answering my messages and mentions coming to me with some bullshit. Most of y'all did not include my name or tag in your uh, rants. Appreciated, sis. Um, But for those of you who did, let me explain something to you because a lot of you seem to be under the um, under the assumption that what. I said or did not say about Jesse Smollett in this case somehow has to do with like a bias or oh, oh yeah. well you're not gonna say something to him because he your friend or definitely because he's black or whatever like <laughs> definitely I called a hypocrite sis let me explain something to you it's not about me I'm pretty sure on the show I said 
I don't know what to believe. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure that that's what I said. Yep. It's not about me believing or not believing that Jesse Smollett would do something like this. It is that I, I find it hard to believe that the nigga would do some shit like this so poorly. The fucking story don't make no goddamn sense to me. Don't. It still don't. <laughs> I read that Bond proffer or whatever the fuck that came out after we taped, went over the whole ass story. I still have questions, girl, for whoever's lying and or telling the goddamn truth. Justine, why did you go to Wakanda for extras? If you knew that you was going to be telling niggas that MAGA beat your ass, why would you hire Moonlight? Why didn't you hire La La Land? Why didn't sense. you go and hire some white people? Especially if you knew you was going to send their ass down to Sports Authority and, and, and fucking Models <laughs> and shit to be buying rope and ski masks and balaclavas and shit and whatever the fuck else. Right. You knew sense. this camera's out there. It's camera in the stores, camera on the streets, cameras everywhere. And you hired... Niggas that are very clearly not even almost white. Yep. I don't know this nigga like that from Sam. What I did say, though, is what I know of, of him. It makes it difficult for me to believe that he would do something so goddamn stupid. St. West could have come up with a better hoax than this. Amen. Okay? It's dumb. Chicago, baby shy, would have been like, so let's talk about casting. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's start. Because I just feel like we have a really big problem just right here in front of us i feel like there are better choices for the roles jesse just saying you guys like, just... if it's supposed to be a racial attack and a homophobic attack like we should probably at least make sure the race isn't the exact same as ours i read all of that shit and had all these questions before motherfuckers is coming out and saying oh well that check wasn't for for no fake attack it was actually for herbalife and we didn't <laughs> <laughs> like so you wanted them to beat your ass for what because it was for uh your salary you were unhappy with but then it was uh, one of the producers nephews or family members got beat up and so it was because of that oh no it's actually like he tweeted that he was depressed a couple months ago so the bitches is crazy what for attention what is it anything y'all have just been saying all kinds y'all have been coming up with any old kind of excuse and the thing is like girl I just want the facts that's I, it I don't understand why y'all are acting like this and I remember very clearly it couldn't have been more than two or three weeks ago not Soldier Boy. Chris Brown got in trouble for mm. some shit, whatever the fuck he did. Some white that girl, girl said that he raped the girl her in Paris, right? A beat her up and or I something. remember very clearly saying on this show, "I don't know what happened. I was not there." What I will, and so that is why I'm very careful. Like when it comes to serious allegations, actual like <laughs> charges, things that will be handled in. <clears throat> excuse me, a court of law or with the police department, I'm not going to say, yes, you did this or no, you didn't when I don't know the truth. And I said that about Chris Brown, even like straight up like that. So defending somebody who most people, honestly, a lot of people were mad at me. Like that's just Chris Brown. I don't know why you want to act like it's a chance that maybe he's innocent and blah, blah, blah. But then when I turn around and do the exact same thing for Jesse Smollett is, Oh, you, you just a fucking hypocrite. Cause if it was anybody else, then you would have said it. No bitch. I certainly would not have. And I just didn't like, I just demonstrated that. I will be honest in the fact that because like, I think that a lot of people are missing the intersectionality in this situation. And I know a lot of people are doing it intentionally. Some people probably are not. Either way, does that hit close to home for me? Yes. But it doesn't mean that I would jump in front of a bus for Jesse Smollett, especially if I feel like he's lying. Right. This, is, to me, is not about me believing whether or not he's telling the truth. I think that a lot of people are 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 easily jumping to the story that they're being given because they simply believe that he's lying, which I understand. And I'm not faulting anyone for thinking that he's lying. 
What I'm saying... Yeah, me either. Because it looks very fucking it bad. It does. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I don't have a confident place to drag this nigga from because I still don't understand the story. Yes. It's not that I'm defending Jesse Smiley because I just believe that he's innocent and oh, how dare y'all just come from my friend. It's like, bitch, what is this story exactly? Yes. Because, girl, <laughs> none of it's making no sense to me. And then they're coming afterwards and saying, oh, well, things are changing in the story that I, that that you did give us. Nah. Y'all yeah. girls got to go find somebody else to be mad at. I'm not about to jump out here and do not come into my fucking messages talking about some, oh, well, if he was white, then you definitely wouldn't have believed him. Um, I have years worth of history okay to back up why I would not believe a white man saying that some niggas attacked them before saying that a nigga got attacked by some white people like I I I I have read some books yeah so (laughs) there's just a lot going on with that there's a whole lot going on and that's why so many people just not talking about it which is fine but you girls want for us to come out here and be motherfucking you know Xena goddamn warrior princess for whatever (laughs) issue it is that's on your goddamn nerves that week and that's cool that's yeah. part of what we do or whatnot. But sometimes things ain't going to be exactly the way yes. that you feel the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as this trial goes, because homegirl, the superintendent says, well, there's loads more evidence uh, to show that he's a lioness bitch that we haven't shared yet. Great. Well, can you? Can't wait. To, no, you can't because the trial hasn't started yet. Now, also makes me wonder, why are y'all going around doing all this fucking talking about a case that is still under investigation? So didn't we say last week, can't wait for the trial to start so did. we can get some more Absolutely information? Absolutely did, but you know, niggas don't want to hear that. Niggas do not want to hear anything that makes some fucking sense. Y'all niggas gonna go find somebody else to play with. And I'm also mm-hmm. real tired of this idea that if Jesse, if it comes out that Jesse Smiley did lie, then that means black gay people will never be trusted again and our word is already barely paid attention to the thing is like that may be true as far as like facts are concerned that y'all don't want to like that y'all don't want to believe the stories of black people or gay black people but the problem is not that Jussie Smollett lied the problem is that y'all just don't want to believe the stories of gay black people because I can't even tell you how many white women have been made fun of on social media y'all done gave them cutesy little last nicknames because they call the police on black people for doing any one random thing i can't tell you how many white women have been arrested for filing a false police report because they said a black man stole their kids raped their kids raped them any number of things remember that bitch susan something who said a black man took her car and drove her kids into the fucking lake or went off with them or something but really she had driven their asses into that water nobody ever turns around after those events and says well i just don't know when we as a people are going to stop believing white women you know so many of them have lied and I just feel like it's time for us to start double checking and investigating y'all don't do that for white women because you want to surround and protect and uplift them you want to do that for them y'all don't want to show that same protection for us so I don't really even really even really want to hear that bullshit I read the bond proffer it does look very fucking bad if Chicago police can provide evidence to back up the timeline they gave then fine I will be happy to drag the fuck out of Jesse Smollett for wasting everybody's time, energy, resources, for getting the community all riled up like that, for taking advantage of a community that he knew would rally behind I him will without asking. Bitch, a scroll across this room to, <laughs> with my reader. When have I ever been afraid to cuss anybody out? Over when have anything. I ever, ever? I literally have never. So, bitch, all I need is the fucking proof. And you niggas just, ugh, I don't know. It's like, girl, I understand maybe nobody is listening to what you say, but some of us have to be careful about what we put oh, out God. into the world. You didn't even have to and that's say all, that. That's all I'm saying. I mean. 
I don't know. And I'm done. I'm done with that whole story. That's it for the hot tops. (laughs) Whatever the fuck it is I called it. Let's take a break. All right. So we're back. It's time for listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to ask3gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. We have an update from the young lady who emailed us about her co-worker. Her co-worker finding out about the read because she asked and she told her about the read. And then the co-worker. Oh, the white woman? Yeah, the white woman. Okay. And she said... um, well, she, thank you for reading my email on the show. This coworker has now told other people in the office about the show. None of them are white, but one lady says she used to watch Kid Fury on YouTube, hadn't yet heard about the read. Now I feel even more dumb because I see all the people Crystal posted on her Instagram story saying that they just tell white people the show is called Crystal and Wes. And I wish I thought of that in the moment, but I will be sure to say that from now on. I'll be strong. Recently started seriously considering leaving this job anyway. Thanks for what you do. Love y'all, Keisha. Just want to point out, Crystal and West is probably not the best code name, y'all. I just be talking. And that's, <laughs> y'all can't take that sort of ser- seriously because I just feel like if they Google Crystal and West, the read will almost certainly pop up. It's it probably, probably won't take very long. Chance. So. I saw someone said that they searched it and Jay Next D came up. Yeah. So that was They funny. probably put my name in the description box for that episode that I was on their show or uh, perhaps. I don't really know. But I mean, they're equally, the equally niggardly. So. <laughs> I mean, you in danger either way. So, but glad that it is working out for you. Uh, Well, I guess she says she's probably just going to leave this job anyway. You'll know better when you get to the next job, sis. I mean, you could literally just make up any ass name. Right. It doesn't even have to be anything. anything. It don't matter. Just pick some other random black and say it's another round. Water Bottle Chronicles, bitch. (laughs) I literally, that just came off the top of my head. Just say something. Oh, okay. First question this week comes from, uh, um... Uh, <laughs> see she put her, her real name? name and then she said give me a fake one from um, Amaranth Amaranth, okay. Amaranth says I'm a straight woman dating a raggedy man for the past two years that sounds like your fault <laughs> Don't it? We are currently in a long distance relationship as I live on the West Coast and he lives in the South. He is a long haul truck driver, so I am able to see him a couple times a month when he has deliveries on the West Coast. Our relationship is sometimes rocky due to the long distance, but other than that, we are very much in love. We talk all the time and FaceTime several times a day. Here's the issue. That one, okay. No, not yet. Thought you were finished. My mother just passed away last week. I have been beyond devastated by this. It feels like someone came and ripped my whole heart out of my chest and has been pounding on it with a sledgehammer. I have been a complete wreck. When I found out, I was at home alone, and he stayed on the phone with me until my friend came over to take me to the hospital. But since then, I have barely heard from him. My mother's funeral is this Saturday. He and his son, he and he and his son, he and his son share a birthday, which is Friday. His son's birthday party Jeez. is also on Saturday. So he told me that he is unable to attend my mother's funeral due to him having to be there for his son's party. Yeah. I am feeling away because one, he isn't attending my mother's funeral and two, we usually speak constantly, but now I barely hear from him in a time when I really need him. I know sometimes people don't know what to say or how to act when you lose someone close to you or maybe he just doesn't have the emotional capacity to be there for me as he too lost his father when he was a teenager. I'm guessing both things. Am I just being emotional or selfish and should consult a therapist instead of relying on my man or should I break up with his ass? Thanks. Love you both. Please keep me and my family in your prayers, Amaranth. 
Um, <clears throat> breaking up with him is, you know, your own uh, choice. You seem to really like this nigga. I'm not entirely sure why, but that's your business. Good for you, sis. I'm really sorry about, you know, what happened with your mother. And I understand that you need... Um, as much support as possible. Does it sound like you at least have a friend? I'm going to assume that you have, you know, family around mm -hmm. that, you know, you can lean on and stuff like that for support. Um, just, you can't really expect anything out of this nigga. Like my, my mind immediate, immediately went to assuming that he probably is not good with, uh, with dealing with, um, someone else's emotions especially when those emotions are grief right um a lot of people actually are really bad at at trying to support people through grief the loss of a loved one and stuff like that because it's really difficult mm -hmm. you know it's just genuinely hard there's not really anything especially someone's mom there's not really much that you can say it doesn't mean that he should not try or make an effort Absolutely. especially if this is supposed to be a boyfriend y'all speak all of the time two and years like too this ain't no new relationship Right. So I get being disappointed. I do. Um, I would definitely speak to uh, a therapist anyway, just outside of the situation with this guy. Because, I mean, if it's something that you're thinking of, I always say, you know, give it a try. Yeah. Especially in such, I mean, loss of a loved one is what made me uh, go to therapy for the first time. So, um, yeah, I would definitely suggest going um, and, and, and talking to someone if you can just to sort of help sort out your grief and things like that. And this obviously can be another thing that you bring up uh, with whoever it is that you talk to. But when you do speak to him again, first of all, the whole thing about him not coming to your, your mom's funeral because of the baby's birthday party, assuming it's a baby, um, I... I <laughs> It's hard not to say don't take that personal, but like it's his kid's birthday and you don't right. even live in the same town. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I I sort of get it. I, I do too, because the, the kid is young enough. She put it here in parentheses that the baby mama has been planning this party for weeks. So the child is young enough to still have a mama who goes all in for the birthday party. Plan. I mean, if it was a child's 15, 16 year old birth, you know, 17. still, you know what I'm saying? Even if it was, a, I don't <laughs> Even if he, if this was a child that was turning 14, 15, or 16 years old, I still think that you being at your kid's birthday party is kind of like, you know. I just but, think a teenager can understand it better than oh a yeah, five-year-old can. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But either way, I just personally would not fault the dad for wanting to be present with the kid. However, um, I'm just saying that as a, as a thing to keep separate when you sort of discuss these things with him mm -hmm. because I don't think that that really dictates like how he feels about you losing your parent or whether or not he even wants to be at that funeral yeah. with you and stuff like that. It's just inconvenient. Um, but I definitely would when you, um, when you've been able to sort out your emotions and sort of um, give yourself like some time, I definitely would, when I speak to him again, express the these feelings yeah. of, you know, like really, I don't want to say that you need him in this situation, but wanting at the very least him to be present and supportive in this situation and um, being disappointed and so on. And I think that I would let that conversation govern whether, govern whether or not I'm going to break up with him. Because, yeah. I mean, you already are in a long-distance situation. How much more complicated... Well, it could be way more complicated just being <laughs> long-distance. But I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's already, already rough. fucking right. hard, so... 
Well, I I think it's interesting that you called him a raggedy man. <laughs> yeah, that was the first fucking thing you said, didn't it? And I don't know if you said that because he's a man, so he is raggedy, or if he's your raggedy man. Like, I don't know. I think she's just mad at him because exactly. of the current situation. Right. Um, so I agree that the son's birthday thing is just a terrible, terrible fucking coincidence. Like, the fact that this baby's party is the same day as your mama's funeral. Shit timing. That's fucking rough. Um, and I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't hold it against him that he can't make it. That's just unfortunate. He sent some flowers. However, right. However, the fact that he can't be there physically means that, in my opinion, he should have been doing double what he normally does for you emotionally because you are going through such a terrible time right now. we've been together for two years. Right. And if this is a relationship that you would like to see progress to engagement or marriage, I would just have to say that he's not acting like a uh, somebody who wants to be a fiancé or a husband because nobody looks forward to comforting their loved ones when they go through something traumatic or sad. You know, nobody is like, ooh, can't wait to talk to you about your trauma, girl. Like, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. However, we want to be there for the people that we truly love and care about and we want them to know that they have somebody they can talk to. And he's not showing you that. That's why I'm like, eh. You know, definitely take your time. Don't be worried about that, nigga. This week, you have no reason to feel obligated to reach out to him. Yeah. You are the one going through it. He shouldn't even be on your Not even right for now. his birthday. He should be calling you for his birthday because you just lost your damn mama. Like, you get to right. you get to take all of your time for you, focus on your grief, focus on taking care of yourself and your process and all that. If this man wants to be by your side emotionally or maybe even physically because Lord knows the funeral for me was just the beginning of the grief. I actually was in autopilot when my grandmother first passed away for the entire time into the funeral and then after the funeral I lost my fucking mind and was depressed for months. So if he doesn't step up to the plate and show you that he wants to be your support system and be your other half then then I would say fine you know go ahead and look into breaking up with him but it's not looking good already. The fact that this just happened and he's like being more distant than normal is like nigga really? So we had a conversation right? You remember I told you like something real fucked up happened to me right? I would be expecting my long distance boyfriend to be checking on me like every other hour. (laughs) Not even necessarily phone calls but like nigga a WhatsApp, a iMessage, an Instagram DM bitch something like you should be doing more to check on me because you know I'm hurting so much. It's not like I just lost my job or I didn't you know make Miss Universe or you know yeah. so like this this is a a shit life event yeah, like this, this is, is really one bad. of the worst things that can happen to a person so we talk about red flags on here all of the time and regardless of whether or not he feels like he has the tools to help someone through this type of grief, there should be some sort of an effort that is made, whether it is a phone call, text, letter, bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what it is. Like something. Send send somebody one of those glittery black planet puppies <laughs> something, or something, <laughs> something to show that you actually give a fuck. Because like, nigga, if he's not going to provide you with emotional and mental support through something like this, right. imagine he the future. <laughs> I'm saying so that's the toughest type of stuff I would be thinking about when it comes to break up with him mode. yeah but definitely. yeah like you just said right now is not even fuck like Mm-mm. fuck him to be fuck, honest with yes. you right now Focus it's not around him and the next time he does get in touch with him tell him uh it's highly suspect that you have been less communicative since I told you something like, you know happened. the person like, that gave birth to me like you know she you know my mama died right like my whole mama she's dead like you could 
you could just step the fuck up. Like, you can't be here physically, so why wouldn't you, like, kiss me through the phone, dumbass? (laughs) Oh, that was a soldier. Fuck. But still, like, you can have flowers delivered. You can order flowers online, nigga. On the internet. You apps. even got to search for local florists or whatever in, in on the West Coast, which was, it would probably be better. But if you really wanted to send flowers, you can do that shit from anywhere in the world. Like, you can show somebody that you're thinking about them and that you're there for them. And he's not doing that for you right now. So take your time and then handle your business. Amen. Our next question comes from Susie, who says, I'm 24. I recently moved to a large city to start my engineering career. My boyfriend is 26, doing well in his military career and fine. <laughs> okay. okay, the important things. Right. Yep. He loves me dearly, and for the most part, he knows how to show it. We've been long distance. Wow, another one. For a year and a half. So when we see each other once a month, it truly goes down. We have sex <laughs> twice a day, usually. Which means that he makes me come hard twice a day. Okay. So, you know, I was ready for his visit to my place for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. This one says I need grown folks advice. So, just Why the fuck so did you know. ask us? <laughs> Unfortunately, I only got dick three times during the whole week. And he was only interested in making me come one of those three times. Versus my zero. Zero, girl. <laughs> I got zero Valentine's Day dick. You know what I did for Valentine's Day? Went and watched Anita Baker like an old bitch with my friends. <laughs> That's what I did with all of the fucking Annie's, girl. But anyway, get back to this letter. You did. (laughs) Every couple has their own frequency, and this was a drastic change to ours. Don't get me wrong, we had a great week, but it was as if his main objective was to give me flowers, get one solid nut, and watch Hunter by Hunter. It's just Hunter, Hunter. Hunter, Hunter. I like him already. Okay. Later, I spoke to him to express my uneasiness over it all. He felt bad and let out lots of I love yous, I enjoy being your boyfriend, etc., but I still felt burned. Send us a picture of him. It didn't help that the one time he affirmed that he was indeed still physically attracted to me, it sounded like he was trying to convince himself. When I mentioned that I think he'd prefer me if I were skinnier, he perked up and started offering support and encouragement. I've always gotten the feeling that I'm too fat for him. I may work out two times a week and eat chocolate type of girl. And I've communicated that if he wants a gym as life ass girl, he need to go get one. (laughs) In the past, I've had boyfriends who all but worship my body and matched my high sex drive. But in the past, I was also 20 pounds lighter and I wasn't committed to a man who loves to work out and lives hundreds of miles away. So I need a little advice since I am also not very happy with the way I look at the moment. How do I make sure that I'm working on myself for myself and not so that my man will want to fight me again? I know I'm young, but I honestly caught a good one here. Should I just find a man who appreciates me at this size and the next one? Am I thinking too deeply into it? Help, Susie. Well, my name is Susie. And could you think I love you? I just had to do it before you moved on. So, okay. My question was, yes. Do you want to lose weight or change the way you look or whatever for you? She said towards the end, since she's already sort of unhappy with the way that she looks... Are you because you genuinely are or is it associated with his opinion? Mm-hmm. I think that's hard for a lot of straight women to separate whether they want it or if they want it because they know And I can understand that. I can understand that. I do. But yeah. sis, if you if you are genuinely comfortable with the way that you are, with the size that you are, you healthy, you know what I'm saying? Going to the gym two times a week and eating chocolate is commendable. <laughs> Plenty of us go, don't go to the gym at all mm-hmm. and eat chocolate all of the time. And have it for breakfast. Okay. You call it hot chocolate. like then. 
Like, it's not just a big-ass cup of sugar. The other day, fine. I had a zebra cake for breakfast and sour straws for lunch. Work. Balanced, nutritious meals. So... <laughs> Like, but I mean, I don't know. A part of relationships is also like bending and compromising and doing little things like whatever. Like if you genuinely feel like you want to tighten up your figure for your own self-confidence or you really like, you know, twerking in the mirror after you take a shower and it's not the same, (laughs) that's that's me. Yeah. And like other things, you know what I'm saying? Then go for it. But I mean, Ooh, that's real. I definitely, especially if you are not a gym is life type of girl, or just you know working out. Some people just legit hate the gym mm-hmm. or working out. Period or whatever. You know, if 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 that is you, and you know the only reason that you would be out deadlifting anything, squatting anything, lunging anybody mm-hmm. is because you want some dick from this nigga again, right. then I would definitely say, okay, evaluate that someone. Mm-hmm. Because you could probably get some good dick from somebody with the 20 pounds that you, you, you know, you yeah, fluffed onto. Definitely could. So... But if he is really a good guy and you like him a lot and you feel like going and jumping on the Stairmaster or whatever might, you know, get you back on on Dick's schedule, then what's the, you know, give it a shot. I I mean, I have very complicated feelings about women changing their bodies for men. It's probably like a way deeper conversation than what we want to get into right now. Yeah, you can talk about that for two hours. Yeah, I will say that I absolutely agree. First of all, it's your body. You can do whatever you want to with it. That includes gaining weight, losing weight having a six pack having a no pack you know you can have whatever you you can go for whatever it is you want to go for as far as your body is concerned (sighs) i just mm, how did she so the question is how does she make sure that she's working on herself for herself and not so that her man will want to fuck her again so it's like that's the thing. I don't really know how. I don't know you, and I don't know really how to separate the two. Because mm-hmm. I completely hear what you're saying in, in it being difficult to sort of figure out. Yeah. If it's like, okay, well, do I want to, you know, do these yeah. crunches because I really want to, or does Jerome have something to do with it? Right. And I think the best way of doing this is to just separate weight loss from it and make it. You see, like you're saying, you know, should I? I want to be happy with the way I look or whatever. I think you should just focus on being happy overall. Is it like you decided to stop working out? Like you haven't hit the gym very much lately. I'm going to always, right. Well, she doesn't, she says she goes twice a week and eats chocolate and she's not ever going to be a gym. She's fine. Right. So it's like, you're telling us things that make it sound like, you're really fine with your lifestyle, which is She's great. She's unhappy with the 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 decrease in dick. You don't like sessions. right. It's, so, like reading between the lines here, it really sounds like you don't like the fact that he is less enthusiastic about your body. And even if you wanted to change it to please him, that's still within your rights. I yeah. just think that if you if you really want to make it, this is not about this nigga. This is about me. Then make it about you. You can make it like. You know, I want to make sure I get at least 30 minutes of of regular activity every day to keep my blood pressure down because the Trump administration is trying to kill all of us. <laughs> you know, I want to make sure I feed my body. Which are a, we going to talk about? I mean, okay, girl, a varied, you know, I want to feed my body a varied diet full of lots of different kinds kinds of foods because my body needs nutrients like this is this is self-care, but this is also like. 
this is a way for you to make taking care of yourself about yourself and the way you feel like don't get on the scale go by how you wake up feeling every morning go by how well you sleep go by you know whether your clothes fit the way you want them to there's just a million other things you can do than tracking your weight and worrying about some nigga because like you said in the past you have found so many boyfriends who loved your body and and loved your sex drive and whatever else she said she was 20 pounds lighter okay well 20 pounds is not 200 sis so i feel like even with a 20 pound weight gain you're probably still gonna pull yeah, I don't like, think it's going to be a huge... I don't think I mean, you have to worry about just no longer receiving any male attention, but I also... It is impossible for me to give you advice on on getting male attention because I think that there is, like, no pursuit that is worthless. I just <laughs> do not care at all about the pursuit of getting male attention. <laughs> so I am trying to help you to make it about you because if I think it's about your nigga, I'm going to be like, girl, who gives a fuck? I mean, I don't think there's even anything wrong with going and working out because you want your you, to be sexy for your nigga and stuff. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> that, but that that's me. Like, I wouldn't, like, if my homegirl was like, oh, you know, I feel like if I went and just, like, lost 15 pounds, it would spice up the, the bedroom more. I'm not going to be like, oh, what's wrong with you, bitch? It's 2019 and you're a free woman today. Like, do what you want to do, sis. But it's your body. I definitely think it should be more about you. Like, I started working out more regularly. Yes, I do want to uh, up, up, upgrade my, my thirst trap possibilities fully. But I started doing it more often and seeking training because I really wanted discipline. Yes. Um, and I'm so, very much so not. lacking very discipline. Very much not, yes. Just across the board. Same. So I thought that at least if I had that, especially if I had someone training me, it could help me to start to be disciplined in that place. And hopefully, like, it would overlap into other things. Mm -hmm. So it was never just about, like, oh, I really, you know, want for the boys to 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 think I'm hot and and, and blah, 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 blah. Like, it really had more to do with, like, an internal thing. And I think it could be the exact same thing for you. And if it means that you're going to get fucked way more often Mm -hmm. by your fine uh, anime-watching boyfriend, then win-win. You know, right? But doing it solely to 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 please this nigga who also has not made it clear that he even has a problem with your weight. Like we are talking about assumptions here. So yeah, she said he seemed kind of enthusiastic and perked up. I mean, she's probably right. Don't get me wrong, Lord. But he didn't explicitly say anything. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't help. Also, that Uh, apparently he seems. She said he works out all the time. Yeah, he works out all the time. He's like, she put his height and weight in here and said he has. Nobody. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, let me look it up. I closed the email already. Where did Girl. It the man is 6'2 and 210. You better go the fuck off. But she is 5'5 five five and, one, and 175, which to me does not sound fat. <laughs> I guess it depends on how you carry it, but 5'5, five five, 175 does not sound like, you know, no, no. Doesn't sound does like you're at shopping all. at Lane Bryan and Torrid exclusively, girl. So. No. I just would say that if if you really want to make changes, then make it about you and your health and the way you feel and not about these niggas. I think that that is at least a healthier way of approaching it. Absolutely. Because what you don't see, and this goes into a much deeper conversation that we do not have the time for right now about how diet culture permeates society and everybody feels this constant need to be doing whatever they can to lose weight. I swear I thought you said diet culture. I was like, what? What the fuck? What? Well, I mean, there is dyke culture, but that ain't got nothing to do with the rest of y'all. <laughs> I just thought that's what you said. <laughs> so, yeah, I would just say, you know, make your 
make your fitness journey or whatever about you and the way you feel and don't be stressed out about the scale and you might just find yourself being happier regardless. So, yeah. All right. Anything else on that before we move on? I'm going to get back into the couch this week. Okay. No? Okay. So first I want to read this letter that we got from a therapist um, in reference to Penelope who um, was The one who said she wanted a black therapist? Yes. Because this white woman was crazy or whatever else. So this doctor says... First, I want to express my gratitude for your willingness to share about your personal mental health journeys and your efforts to reduce the stigma that is still present in communities of color regarding mental health. As you read Penelope's letter last week, I felt a rush of anger run through my body because I believe her concerns highlight the challenges that many people of color have when they do decide to seek out psychotherapy. Further, it also speaks to the need for white therapists to understand the nuances that come with working in cross-racial treatment. I would like to let Penelope know that the key to any successful course of therapy is the nature of the relationship with the therapist. Amen. Your therapist literally has one job, and that is to provide a safe and supportive environment that is conducive to self-exploration because it is extremely difficult to confront aspects of ourselves and our realities that cause us pain and stagnation. As part of her one job, she keeps emphasizing the one job. (laughs) She should have brought up the racial differences between the two of you early on in the treatment to address any issues relevant to you being a black woman, as well as explore your experience of sharing intimate details of yourself with a white therapist. In other words, she should have called it out, named it, addressed it, and showed you that she was not afraid to talk about it. Moreover, the relationship with your therapist is designed to be one sided in that everything she does is for your benefit and yours alone. You do not owe her anything. Mm. With that being said, she should have been checking in with you periodically to ascertain how you felt about your progress. The fact that she has not opened up the conversation for you to discuss that is not a positive sign. At this point, you should consider expressing some of your concerns with her or find a new therapist, one that will be more aware of their own racial identity and how it influences the therapeutic encounter with you. I hope this can provide more clarity for, for Penelope as well as others who are still unsure about seeing a therapist. Warmly, Dr. Gaines. Amen, Dr. Gaines. She put her first name, but you a, you a, a, a PSY.D. So we're going to call you your doctor, which you are. Well, there you go, Pins, because... Yeah, that's great advice straight from an expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. I don't know what I even said to you, to be honest. I feel like we said a lot of that same thing. But, you know, when doctors put it in doctor speak, you know, and they say it in ways that are a lot nicer than the way we say things, I think it just gets across Some better. more of a word you can trust. Yeah. and All I, I of mean, the school you had to go through to, to be able to say that shit with school. confidence. That's a lot of school. I don't know anything. Right. So a lot of people, we get this question a lot about white therapists. There are no black ones in my area. I understand completely had a white therapist in Oklahoma Oklahoma City because when you start dealing with schedules and insurance and out-of-pockets or deductibles or whatever the fuck else. It's like, bitch, you just gotta... By the time you go through all them filters, it's just, well, look, who the fuck... Who can help me? Who is left? God damn! (laughs) It's this. Yeah, it's literally it. Oh, man. You just go, take whoever can actually help your ass at that point. Right. Big facts. Yes. And that is what I did several years ago when I found that white woman. It was because I was like, bitch... If I don't talk to you, I'm going to do something drastic and ridiculous. So it's getting to that point. So for those of you who live in areas where you may not be able to find a therapist who is your same race, it is possible to have a great experience in therapy with a white person. But like Dr. Gaines said, they need to be able to name the thing that is right in front of you. That bitch is the professional. Right. 
you are the one there for help. Absolutely. So <laughs> good luck to you, Penelope, and everyone else on their search. We're going to get into our our question this week on the couch from Simone. Simone says, I'm a 31-year-old black lesbian currently going through a divorce. My soon-to-be ex-wife and I have been together for five years and have been going through shit for the last two. We've been in counseling, Oof. took breaks from each other, and even opened our marriage and had a shared girlfriend, which I know now was a mistake. Oh, God damn. I'm simply saying we have tried different things to try to get our marriage back on track while attempting to add something exciting, exciting to it. This backfired on me when my grandmother died last June. I found out that my wife and our shared girlfriend recorded themselves having sex two weeks after <laughs> I buried my grandmother and was dealing with that sadness and pain. This bitch. Mess. It's a big deal because this was the time my wife and I were at each other's throat. So I stayed at my mom's house for a week to cool off. We had broken up with this girlfriend, but she was still around supporting me as I was dealing with my grandmother's death. So when I found out about the two of them, the little bit of spirit I had was gone. Like a plum fool, I still decided to try with my wife and continue therapy. Oh. Mainly because she seemed like she really wanted to change and was sorry. Clearly none of that works since we're getting a divorce. We stopped our counseling, but I continued going to our therapist alone. Simply on the basis that she already knows our backstory and I didn't feel like explaining that timeline again. Oh, real. Well. In our sessions, my therapist and I realized that my wife and I were really doomed from the beginning. She lied to me about... <laughs> It gets like that sometimes in therapy. (laughs) Fuck. No, you're right. Your therapist will literally hit you with us. So I don't know what y'all thought was going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it does. She lied to me about something serious involving a mutual friend. And that should have ended our relationship then. But I forgave her and tried to make it work. But really, we never did the proper work to get over that big situation. Continued to fester as our relationship continued. Oof. Even though I love this woman, it's very hard for me to fully accept that we're toxic for each other and I need to keep my distance. It's also a bit embarrassing because I always told myself that I would never be such a fool over someone. And yet here I am being a fool. We all have. (laughs) So relatable. (laughs) I'm mostly pissed at myself for staying with someone who's shown me time and time again that they don't give a fuck about me. My question is, how do you stay away from a person you love, but who is wrong for you in so many ways? P.S. My wife and our ex-girlfriend are living with each other in our apartment that I moved out of. They are definitely still fucking. I got the vibe when I went to go pick up some more of my things from the apartment. And in an argument my wife and I were having, she told me that they were. Technically, that's their business, but it's still fucked up and it still stings. Thanks for any advice. Forgot the name I gave her, Simone. Whoa. So I picked this question because of the question she posed at the end, which is how do you stay away from a person you love, but is wrong for you in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And the answer to this is a revelation that I have recently had in therapy, which is boundaries. Not that I just realized what they are or that they're important, but that I've only recently started to feel it. Like there's a very big difference for me, at least between when my therapist first introduces something and when it finally clicks with my dumb ass and I start implementing it into my life. So we have been talking for over a year now about boundaries and how I'm very bad at establishing them, very bad at enforcing them. I'm bad at it too. Because I have always been taught to take other people's feelings into consideration and not to just take them into consideration, which is what most considerate people do, but to value other people's feelings or wants or even needs at the same level or with the same intensity that I value my own. So I have had relationships where I felt like I wanted to break up with this person several months 
before we actually did break up because I could not work up the nerve to do it because of X, Y, Z to do with this person. Oh, I can't break up with this nigga right now because he just told me something big about himself and he think if I break up with him right now, he'll think I'm leaving him because of that. Or I can't break up with him now because he just told me about his mental illness and he'll feel like he's being deserted. Or, you know, I can't break up with him now because his mama's such a bitch and he'll just feel more abandoned than he already feels. And all the while, justifying to myself why I could not create and establish boundaries and at the same time, letting my own health, wellness, and well-being just fall right the fuck on away. Because while I was so worried about being the support system for that person, they are so wrapped up in their shit that they can't be the support for me. So it's like I'm doing all the work here. Yep. I'm taking care of you emotionally, and then whatever I have left over is for me. That's incredibly unhealthy. It's like changing a baby's diaper and it just keeps shitting. Yeah, every time. and you just you take the baby's diaper off and you finally get them cleaned up. They piss in your face. Yep. You get a new diaper on, and the nigga shits three minutes later. And it's like <laughs> really, I just so we're back at it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So for me, recently I have been able to establish boundaries with people who have been fucking up with me over and over for a long time. And I just never really had that in me to say, Hey, this is the treatment that I demand from you. And if you're not willing to do it, then you can get the fuck out of my life. Mm -hmm. I've never really been able to do that before because again, I was raised with this, you know, your feelings, not that they don't matter, but you have to worry about other people's feelings too, because that person's feelings matter just as much as yours do. And so if this person is hurting you, you have to take into consideration whether your actions will hurt them back. And it's like, that's not how this works. That's not what healthy self-love, that's not what true self-care looks like. Boundaries, are for me, they feel like the declaration of adulthood. It's not, you know, how like 19 year olds be like, bitch, I'm grown. Don't I talk get to you. Me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I'm really a grown titty ass woman because this is how it fucking is. Yeah. And it ain't no arguing with me. Yeah. And that goes for everybody. Yeah. My mama could disrespect my boundaries. And guess what? My mama would get cut the fuck Absolutely. off. Absolutely. That is where I'm at in life. It's funny. I said yesterday, like, like what I'm gathering from what you're saying, like boundaries are like you at a certain age, like standing up and like this is the type of person I am mm -hmm. this is what works and this is what does not work yeah. for me and like those are the fences yes around you basically and it's like they're very clear you know what I'm saying and yes yesterday I briefly posted a hilarious tweet from I'm actually gonna say your name because you gave me a huge chuckle bitch and I don't even mean to call you a bitch I'm sorry we don't know each other <laughs> but like <laughs> she said stop block uh Oh, I don't know how to say this. Oh, no. A I'm, I'm so sorry. It's another Maybe language. it's a Um, But it says, stop blocking your mama for your posts. Let her see the host she raised. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Let her see the host she raised. I cold did that. And I said to somebody, I was like, the funny thing about this is to me, like, first of all, my mom's not blocked from anything right. on any of my social or whatever. But I have told her before, don't come over here. <laughs> okay don't come over here because you know and i know mm -hmm. that you're the type of mama who likes to come to me and be having questions and concerns about what the fuck i'm doing, I'm doing that. you told me <laughs> that if i wanted to be grown yep. that i needed to get out of your house yep. and get my own grown ass home with my own grown ass money i've done both of those things <laughs> 
and I, I did them right in front of your face. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> respect. My mama already knows. She's not even coming over here because she res- she knows mm-hmm. that I would respectfully be like, we're not talking about this. Yeah. It's Next. that real. Yeah. So yeah, I feel what you're and saying. And I have had to cut people out of my life who have been in my life for decades because they could not respect my boundaries and I don't feel bad for it. I actually Bye. feel great. Yeah. Right? It's actually incredibly liberating to know that you are always going to ride for you no matter what. To know that you are always going to have your back. And so much of of what you've got to do in this situation is to remind yourself that your health, happiness, and well-being are of the utmost importance. If to nobody else, then to you, girl. And you have to, you have to be mindful about keeping anybody out who isn't contributing to that. Anybody who's bringing mess, drama, stress, et cetera, in your life and is not showing any willingness to change needs to be the fuck gone. Like, and the fact that you and this girl tried therapy, like you tried, you tried and it still didn't work out. And now you get a divorce and she laid up with some new bitch or whatever else. And you can't figure out how to stop wanting her or whatever else. Part of it is just the heartbreak over your relationship ending, your marriage being over. That's a very difficult thing to go to go through, but you're going to have to, it's kind of like parenting yourself. Every time Mm -hmm. me and my therapist have this conversation about self-care, it always comes back to that. And it's like slowly, but surely she's starting to get it through my head. How she puts it to me is like, kind of look at yourself as if you, you gave birth to like the six year old version of yourself. You know what that baby needs every fucking day, girl. Somebody to take care of it. Every day, somebody got to get that girl up, brush her teeth, wash her face, comb her hair, put some clothes on her body, get her some breakfast. She's going to need lunch. Don't forget dinner as well. May also need some snacks in between. She's going to need to move her body. She's going to need to go outside. (laughs) She's going to need to, you know, like she's going to need a lot of care and effort poured into her. And I think a lot of us grow up and we kind of feel like, Whoa, shit, I'm grown. I ain't got time for that shit. You know, like, like we may decide that we're going to have zebra cakes and sour straws for breakfast, even though our mamas would have literally never given us that for, for breakfast. Like, we didn't even your cereal about. with colors in it. Uh, okay, let me tell you something. Connie believed in bran flakes and yep. bran flakes only. When we, I, I thanked God when we graduated to Honey Nut. <laughs> like, I was like, From really? regular Cheerios. We get Honey Nut Cheerios this time? You wow. sure, Mama? Are you are you sure? Sure. With the honey and shit right on it. The first time she bought Frosted Flakes, I was like, "Oh, bitch, it's a brand new day." So you know, it's <laughs> not to single you out because I definitely have had like half a tortilla for for dinner and said, "Fuck it, I'm going to bed." That is not <laughs> absolutely some takis, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's not time. This <laughs> right, but that's not what. You know, the that's not what ideal self-care looks like. It looks like being deliberate in your intentions for yourself and literally taking care of yourself, doing what you need to do in order to feel your best. Like I'm getting older, up in age. I still fully plan on being pregnant if the Lord say the same. So I'm going to have to do some real self-care here over the next few years until... Well, actually, for the rest of my life, I'm going to have to do some real self-care. But right now I'm focused on getting me you know, internally to the point of feeling like I don't have to be so deliberate about it. Like in an ideal situation, self-care would be almost effortless. 
depression makes that very difficult. Yep. <laughs> Struggling with any mental illness will make that difficult. And also just living in the realities of the world makes that difficult. Most of us got to get up early on a terrible, shitty commute. You got to drop your kids off or whatever else. Fight with your Bacon husband about who's picking up the nerves. daycare or whatever the fuck Bacon else. You got to go to work. White folks is being ridiculous asking you about your favorite podcast and your boss is a dumbass. And your mama sent you another scripture because no. she's shady. But... <laughs> but it's 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 like I don't want to get too far off into all of that but I just feel like your your real issue here is going to be establishing emotional boundaries for for this situation for this breakup and if that means that you're not in touch with this woman no more you block her phone number and y'all are y'all never speak again and it's the same with the the mutual girlfriend or whatever then you do whatever it's going to take for Simone to get through this breakup and and bounce back and go on about her life. It doesn't have to be something that means you'll never love again. Like I swore I would never be in another relationship after my last one. It doesn't have to be like that. You can heal from what's happened and move on and move on. But you absolutely have to prioritize your own healing first. Yep. So please, please, please put yourself first. And I am sure in the coming weeks I will be talking more about self-care because it is like the number one thing me and my therapists are going through now just my utter inability to <laughs> to, to make uh the best decisions for myself most of the time because yeah. i'm like if you leave it up to what i feel like doing or what i want to do then it's going to be a lot of weed and watching id network and love after lockup and shit like that you know part of the adulthood part of it is doing things that you don't necessarily feel like doing because they are what is best for you. And if you tried, like this is how she put it to me, if you were six, seven, eight years old and told your mom you didn't feel like cleaning your room, you didn't feel like taking a bath, you didn't feel like eating spinach for dinner, then guess what, bitch? You was doing it any fucking way because, because your mama knew what was best. So you have to... Obviously, everybody's mama is not going to fall under this, under this category, but you have to. You have to do what's best for you. <sighs> so that's as far as I that person is concerned she died have a wake truly you know what I'm saying I usually suggest to find a picture of that person or a picture of you and that person um, light some sage incense whatever it is and burn that bitch maybe you can say some words uh, on 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 the good times or the bad times or both as it burns and, and let the, the ashes hit the wind and as far as you were concerned then that person is dead that means that they're phone it, it doesn't work there's no need for you to even have no. that number in your phone Not because there's nobody on the end at the other end of it yep. there's no need for you to follow them on, on social media Absolutely anymore not. they don't post anything they died like that person just no longer exists anymore and that's how you have to treat it because motherfuckers be so i hate this person i know they're not good for me and i'm gonna stay away from them or whatever but you'd be leaving little doors and windows open and all this other stuff Woo! knowing full well that this trash ass bitch is gonna jump right through that window or crawl right through that <laughs> oh, motherfucking God, door to, to like maintain <laughs> access to you to continue to drive you crazy just so they can feel validated in the fact that you still they still matter to you in some way or the next whether that means allowing you allowing them to continue pissing you off or whatever the fuck it is that you're going to do. If you really know that person is trash for you, if this person is really does not give it really per, does not give a fuck about you and treats you as such, then they die. Facts. Burn a candle, burn a photo or whatever, have your wake, your vigil, whatever the fuck it is and move on with your life because guaranteed you will get over it again. You definitely will feel better again one day. I know you're devastated right now, girl. 
But I just, I'm willing to bet that this time next year, you're going to be in a totally different headspace. So good luck to you. If you guys have any questions for The Read or for Crystal's Couch, send them to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. All right. So for The Read today, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to begin. Um, Billy Porter. What? You showed your ass in that gown. Oh my God, I got so scared. At the Academy Awards. What a vision. What a vision. Bitch, you, you motherfucker, that goddamn garment was so fucking gorgeous. Mm. I just, I just... Mm. Shout out to Christian Siriano because y'all did that. That shit looked so good. Ugh, I loved it so much. So, no, I'm not reading Billy Porter because Billy Porter is uh, amazing and talented. (laughs) And yes, very much a legend. And I loved every fucking thing about Mm -hmm. that outfit. He looked like he was going to Garnet's wedding. Yes. Absolutely. Like he was on his way. And so was Angela. (laughs) Um... So yes, Billy Porter was uh, at the the Academy Awards in what was like a, it was like a tuxedo gown. Mm-hmm. The, oh god, the silhouette of it! It was it was gorgeous, just so fucking beautiful. Woo, it was so nice. So my read is actually dedicated to you fucking bean pie ass niggas who are just <laughs> continuously pissed about the wrong fucking things. And it, I mean, it's not like we've never discussed this uh, before. I just wanted to remind y'all. It's 2019. Like, I don't know if, if y'all are paying attention to even, like, the shit that just happened today or yesterday if you're listening to this on Thursday. But, like, it, it, it is a shit show out here. Okay? Niggas wearing a dress in 2019? It shouldn't bother your black asses. I don't understand what the fuck y'all dizzy hoes be worried about the wrong shit for. It's st- like, to this day. I'm tired of this narrative that um, black and brown queer people living whatever their truth may be, especially when it comes to like clothing, hair, makeup, yep. or the like, is somehow uh, is somehow lending itself to like the the destruction or the the lack of progression for the black community. Like niggas like Billy Porter and his sickening tuxedo dress are why the man don't take us seriously i'm just so tired of this fucking shit what i want to say is niggas like billy porter wearing a gown at the academy awards should make you stupid bitches feel empowered you should feel amazed you should feel free that your dumb knuckle dragon asses (laughs) can like in the year 2019 someone like mahershala ali or a Denzel or a Billy Porter can come down the red carpet wearing whatever the good fuck it is that they want. Mm-hmm. First of all, Billy Porter ain't motherfucking on the that red carpet because he was on the Bad Girls Club. He wasn't on there for going viral, bitch. Like nobody from the Bad Girls Club is on that carpet. You, 
not one fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know if you just got into Pose or American Horror Maybe Story, but Billy Porter has been out here busting his ass and working off and show, showing off the gifts that God gave him long before Kinky Boots and all of that other type of shit. Mm-hmm. That nigga was where he was supposed to be because he fucking deserved to be there. Period. Mm-hmm. So, how dare you from whichever cubicle that the fuck that you at... <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with working at a fucking cubicle, but fix your fucking mouth at this nigga who has a platform expressing his freedom. Like, why does that make you feel bad? You should feel great to see another brown person out here living in their truth, being comfortable in their truth, and being celebrated by that or for that by people who are also black, by people who are white, green, indigo, or whatever fucking color. The reason that you bitches have a problem with Billy Porter or Young Thug or anybody the fuck else wearing a dress is because you simply homophobic and you are ashamed of the, of seeing black people, yeah. black queer people outside being photographed and videoed living gay. Yeah. Or bisexual or queer being transgender. You just don't like this. They don't got nothing to do with us. As I've said before, if you took every queer black person and locked them in a bunker and they never came up above ground ever again, would you then get your rights? <laughs> oh, then shit. the police would stop killing y'all, right? Mass incarceration would no longer be an issue. Uh, Trayvon Martin would come back. It's all the fags' faults. Like, we're just holding everyone back. There ain't one goddamn penitentiary novel that you bitches gonna put in front of me that is going to make this excuse make any fucking sense. You bitches are just set on mad by default, and you mad about the wrong things. There are plenty of things that you can be productively pissed about as a black person in any nation on earth but niggas wearing dresses to the academy awards shouldn't be one of them stop being a duck ass bitch wasting your goddamn time in the year of our lord 2000 goddamn 19 worried about garments you frozen old late ass bastards get over it touch the hem of the garment and be made new <sighs> Be made new. You should be happy that niggas are out here from all corners of the black spectrum being celebrated. For who they are, their talents. That should make you feel all the more free. You don't have a problem with 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 these people as it relates to uh to 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 race rights or equality or race relations in this country or or oppression or or white supremacy or anything like that you just don't like gay people you just don't like bisexuals you just don't like trans people you don't even mm-hmm. understand any of the letters in the the lgb the t the q you don't even say it you say it wrong on purpose mm-hmm. you're just homophobic and there's plenty of other people like you so i don't know why you doing this goddamn dance the cupid shuffle and all this shit around all of these facts it's late and you could never in your life bust down a dress like that never 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 is that what you're really pissed about is that what you're really mad about is that what it is is it mad are you mad that you can never pull off that kind of a garment are you mad that your nigga is so mad that he could never pull off that kind of garment. I just feel like it's one or the other. But you know, think pieces. Mm-hmm. That's all.
My thing is, I don't know how you looked at Billy Porter and weren't just immediately breathless and taken aback by what a bad bitch was in front of you. Like, that that tuxedo skirt combo or whatever it's called, it was fucking magnificent, bitch. It wasn't, no shade to kilts, but this wasn't no kilt, bitch. This was a whole full-ass Cinderella-ass princess skirt, bitch. There was crinoline involved, oh, okay? The prince is giving gorgeous. <laughs> It was just, I saw Billy Porter and first, at first I said, of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah. Billy Porter has been killing the carpets. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> I'm, okay. But I'm yeah. just, I can't, I can't handle so any more of this man and his fashions! I can't. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I can't. It was like a sweeping force of both of those things. It was like a simultaneous I am brand new. This changed my life. And at the same time, duh, of course this bitch did. Of course did. you did. Yes. And had your like, white husband fixing your skirt. I said, oh, I'm living. I'm fucking living. <sighs> it was so good. How could y'all look at that and feel anything but profit? Because you bitches stay pressed. You stay on mad. And mad about the wrong things, bitch. Direct your your, your anger to something that could actually make a difference. Because niggas in dresses ain't got nothing to do with you. Woo, all right. Is that it for you? You dumb, fucking, crumbing mouth corner ass bitches. <laughs> Anything else? You foot dragon ass lepers. I don't know. Leper? I don't. So why not? This lepre- I don't care. Anything else? No, Something I, about I, Nene I, Leaks? No? <laughs> what did Nene do? Nothing. I just thought, you know. Niggas love and, and, and as an insult. You fucking <laughs> sarong wearing ass bitch. Wait, who said Nene's teeth look like HH grit? It was Dustin. Wow. It was Dustin. That sounds like some Dustin shit. Okay, you know what? I said iPads. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to. Are you done? Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah, you niggas deserve that bullshit, honestly. Homophobia in 2019. Who are you? What are you doing? Where? Overdra- Bitch, what? Billy Porter? Like, Billy fucking Porter, girl? You hoes honestly wish. But anyway. Oh, all right. So I have two reads this week. I'm going to pass the first one. Pass the read like we used to. This is pretty short and sweet. I believe this is my first time passing a read from a white person. This comes from Megan. This show's all over the place this week. <laughs> Megan says, Hello, Crystal and Kid Fury. As a listener from Damn Near the Beginning, I want to first congratulate you both on the success of this weekly masterpiece of a podcast. Girl, fuck this show. Since y'all are now royalty photo shoot Apple feature famous, girl, what? you're doing a lot. <laughs> I want to address the new white listeners you guys are sure to gain. Oh, girl, I'm going to pack my bag. Listen up, new white people. Don't fuck this up for the rest of us. We've been quietly nodding and cackling along for a few years, flying to the radar by not making this about ourselves we go to the live shows on time enjoy ourselves respectfully and don't need anyone to show us the door when it's over we hand over the coins when merch restocks we get that this show is a fubu situation it is not for us we are just lucky enough to receive the light each thursday when it shines so just a couple of tips and reminders from me to you listening to these delightful people each week does not count as having black friends 
Just because you listen to this podcast and appreciate black culture does not make you an ally or mean you belong in black spaces or black conversations. The media you consume matters, but not as much as where you show up and who you support in real life. Don't try to name drop Crystal Fury or the read into conversation with your black coworker because they may have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. And then you'll look dumb as hell making that assumption. Also, don't bother sending any not all white people comments or emails, because if you are triggered by hearing people of color refer to white people generally, then you are in fact one of the white people they are talking about that's all I have to say thank you for lending the space peace Megan thank you Megan thanks Um, I certainly was never going to address white listeners because we've are, we've said many times this show is not for white people if you enjoy it that's great but you know we we come here to to be ourselves and talk about our black ass experiences also don't think we're going to have some huge influx of white people listening to this show but maybe if y'all are mad however uh, direct all of your your questions and concerns to Megan Megan laid it all out right there and I don't have anything else to say about that thank you so much girl now for the person who actually is getting cussed the fuck out by me this week <clears throat> Oh, so like Kid Fury said earlier, a few days ago, R. Kelly got out of jail. This is thanks to a woman named Valencia Love. Kind of sounds like a stripper name, but it's not. Valencia posted the $100,000 to help. I'd rather she were a stripper. I mean, yes. You know what? Honestly, would rather she was a stripper instead of the things she actually does for a living. Miss Valencia Love posted the $100,000 to get R. Kelly um, out of jail after he spent three nights in custody because you niggas broke, as we also mentioned earlier. Oh, shit. When I heard about this, I figured Valencia Love must have went to fucking daycare with R. Kelly. They grew up together. You know, this is like a play cousin to her. All this other shit. No. Do you know who this bitch is? Some random bitch that he met on a Taste of Chicago cruise or some shit like that five fucking months ago. <laughs> five months ago, they was both at a boat down at Navy Pier <laughs> and was on the same fucking ship for a few hours. And she met R. Kelly. And since then, she has called them friends. Um, when she found out he was in jail, she got in touch with the inner circle. Said Yo, she wanted to help. This dude is crazy. Truly he is. So a lot of people have wondered how uh, Valencia Love has $100,000 to just be giving somebody. Because let me tell you something right now. If one of you niggas was locked up and you needed hundred k to get out, guess who you can't call? It's me. It's <laughs> I don't have it, girl. I'm so sorry, sis. So Valencia Love actually received a lot of money back in 2017. She and her husband both received about $1.1 million each from a wrongful death lawsuit filed against a children's medical hospital in Chicago. Their daughter died seven years before that in a heart during a heart procedure at the hospital. So I guess it was some some negligence there. Not really sure. But anyway, she was a millionaire or something like it. Um, That sounds like not enough money for killing her kids. I mean, so the thing about... I guess it's two point two million all together, but when you split it between you and your ex husband, then it's one point one. Then after taxes, you look at it even less. And so a hundred thousand dollars is probably at least ten percent of this woman's money. Plus this was two thousand seventeen. So how much of it does she even have left? I don't know. What I do know is that in addition to um some of the other jobs that she's listed of ha- as having, like she is allegedly a manager of a restaurant in um, suburban Blue Island. Don't know where Blue Island is. But Valencia Love is also the owner slash corporate officer of a daycare. (sighs) That's right, a daycare. 
For children. Uh, yeah, where people bring their small, small children to come be looked after and cared for throughout the day while their parents are at work. Now, I would have a problem with, honestly, just about anybody bailing R. Kelly out of jail. Because, See? girl, for what? And then for him to go out, get out, and then go right to one of the McDonald's where he used to pick up little girls, I felt like that wasn't a coincidence. Like, you certainly knew you were going to be photographed. And of all the places you and your entourage could have gone, like back to the house or the compound or whatever the fuck you have, y'all decided to go to one of those McDonald's. Like McDonald's. He's been trolling places. people over these he things. Is. He some, is. From the beginning, so... However, so my annoyance would be here for any fucking body. However, bitch. Uh, Daycare. Wow. That business needs to be seized immediately. I don't know if there if there are if there's like a board or something that can have this woman removed, but she certainly should not be in charge of any children's well-being, safety concerns, anything along those lines. As far as I'm concerned, the fact that somebody who considers whose job it is to protect children and put their well-being number one is is taking a man like R. Kelly and and saying such dumb, goofy, every bird bitch shit. possible dumb thing you could have ever heard about it this was nigga all bad. in defense of him. It she was said all like bad. all of it, like every stupid thing anyone's ever said to defend him. What an idiot, sis, sis. So, I don't, this young lady, uh, the reporter that you mentioned earlier who had typed out her Mm -hmm. notes from this phone call with this woman and put them on the internet for the rest of us to see. This bitch gave all of the tired ass, raggedy ass excuses we have heard a million times before, except she then backed them on up with a, backed them up with a huge amount of money that most people would not be able to pay or would not be willing to pay for somebody like R. Kelly, a documented child molester. Great quotables such as, y'all need to be worried about these priests out here touching little kids. Why? I don't know why everybody is so worried about R. Kelly. Like, like priests is out here doing the same thing and y'all don't have that same energy for them. And, you know, I just have to say, you know, as his friend, if he tell me he innocent, then I just have to believe that. It's not like I condone a man sodomizing or abusing women, but if he say he innocent, then what am I supposed to do? Oh, I don't know, you goofy ass bitch. You might want to just take a look at some of the context involved here you might want to take a look at r kelly as a person don't sit up here and try to tell me that you truly believe with all your heart and soul that r kelly ain't touched none of them girls when we already have an extensive extensive documented history about r kelly touching them damn girls the evidence is all over the fucking place michael avenatti done turned in i think at this point it's two or three different tapes about these uh you know and with with like you said a 14 year old girl who has made it clear that she is 14 years old and r kelly is sexually assaulting her in this video so i don't understand how someone who is supposed to care deeply for children could then turn around and free a man who preys on children 
I don't get it. Valencia Love. She don't get it either. You one dizzy ass bitch. And I hope, oh girl, I truly hope everything you have at this point crumbles, girl. I hope you meet the same broke-ass destiny that R. Kelly is facing right the fuck now. You're not getting your $100,000 back. I hope you had it to give. <laughs> Perhaps you did. Maybe you making so much money off of this daycare that you well, can afford like, to do that. She was like, I'm not saying it's my money. I'm not saying it's his money. I'm saying he told me he's innocent. Girl, well, we know it's not his money. We know that because he would have been out the same fucking night so we don't want to hear that girl the fact that the nigga spent multiple nights in jail man he didn't have it and nobody around him had it or was willing to give it so where the fuck did you come from what i don't understand is why you didn't sit in the fucking suburbs mind your business and go tend to your daycare and your restaurant that's what i don't understand why did you insert yourself in this calling r kelly a friend you met that nigga five months ago on a boat that's what really gags me because when i read this at first first of all i i saw the whole um all the quotes and stuff yeah. before I saw what she did for a living, like yeah. what her business was. That came out so later. when I first read like her bullshit ass excuses, I'm like, why are you even talking to us? It's like, I was like, girl, we like nobody. I get the, the desire to like defend yourself, oh. but sis, we don't know who you are. And we don't care. Like, why are you even talking about us? So then when I saw this daycare thing, I'm like, oh, that is why you shook mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Sis, it's not looking good for you out here. And, and for you, to be talking to anybody Man. about how, oh, well, he's my friend and I just, I believe what he's saying or whatever. You met this nigga five months ago? On a boat. And it was probably something like, oh my God, R. Kelly, I love your music. Blah, blah. And he was like, oh, someone else to take care of. Like, right. Oh, another dumb bitch who gonna slide me some money when I need it. Friends, girl, five months ago. $100,000 worth of friendship? <laughs> I know my super better than that. <laughs> what Girl, are you talking about? I am. I, wow. Oh, What an God. idiot. Just a full out dumbass Valencia love. I honestly hope that every single body who has their baby in your daycare t- removes them children before the week is up. And that you know bankruptcy personally and that you know her soon. That's what I hope for you. Last but not least, I said there was two, but there's really three. Because today, Wednesday, was an absolutely shit show of My a day in America. God <laughs> in heaven. Nigga, I have been in front of the TV all day long watching Michael Cohen finally tell the truth or what he claims to be the truth in front of this committee I have watched Republicans I mean what did he say that was hard to believe (laughs) honestly nothing and that's the thing first of all your boy knew first he's a convicted liar we all know you lied sir Mm -hmm. you lied in front of this very body I mean look at his job so right I mean yes and you did it for a man who was awful so you were certainly very good at lying but he came with the receipts to back his shit up uh, he stated over and over, you know, there's additional evidence. I'll be glad to get the rest of the check images from the bank. You know, these are just the two that I have, one from the trust, one from his personal account. Republicans over and over not never once said, you know, I don't believe the things you're saying about Donald Trump or, you know, why or like even drilling down on any of it. Yeah, there was no challenging of that. No. Every time they talked, it was just more like, Subverting but you're a liar. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> he eventually just was like, well, I'm just going to call this out and drag y'all yeah, over it. He did. He got to the point where it was like, I mean, yes, girl, I know I'm alive. Yeah. That's why I'm here right I now. I <laughs> admitted that already. I know I'm going to jail. It was a Let's lot talk of about points. what everybody wants to Yes, hear, it was a lot of points where I was simply that shit was crazy. cracking the fuck up because Republicans were getting so upset. Pissed. And they can't rattle this man. Like, I, I realized today during that hearing that Michael Cohen was a damn good lawyer because at no point was he even remotely rattled by all of these white men turning red in the neck and hollering at him. When the black folks folks spoke up, then he started to get emotional. Oh, man. When I tell you, at one point, he told the Republicans, he said, look, I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible for the monkey-ass way y'all are acting right now because I did the exact same thing you're doing for 10 years for Donald Trump. And all I have to say is, you might want to stop blindly following this fucking president before you follow me right into the fucking federal penitentiary. I mean, he put it pretty much just like that. Straight like that. This man says he has over 100 voice, I'm assuming they're like voice memos or whatever, recordings, not tapes, of not just Donald Trump, but some of his other clients, which I think he only had two other clients including Sean Hannity. So, of course, the Republicans were pissed that, you know, Sean Hannity's personal business may be coming out. And he was like, I, they were like, I'm just so appalled that you would just throw away attorney-client privilege and just turn over all that information. Like, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And this man had to say, well, I mean, first of all, I've been disbarred. So, yeah. not a lawyer anymore. <laughs> attorney-client privilege kind of out of the window because also, girl, I have shit else to lose. Right, like, it's... Not <laughs> one goddamn thing. He kept, thing. like, having to almost like reiterate to them like you you know that I'm I, I you know, know I'm guilty, getting right? the shit into yeah. this like I know I'm fucked in this situation I have right. nothing to lose therefore all of these facts you right. know what I'm saying I don't even but yeah I, I all you really could do is laugh at that fuck shit bitch oh, because I got a good hearty cackle out of that mess all you have to know the GOP is gonna continue the same narrative that they have been been going with and yeah. at this point it's, it's more so I guess about what you can prove and what Americans will believe and what people will believe in people especially a lot of Americans are fucking dumb mm-hmm. so I don't take Michael Cohen at his word he is a fucking liar yeah. he's still a terrible person just because he got up here and dragged Republicans and it was funny doesn't yeah. mean he's not fucking terrible I'm not about to go get a Michael Cohen jersey and when when they paraded that one black woman you know that bitch who always got sunglasses on top of her weave she worked for a hood or whatever they brought that one black woman out <laughs> and was like how can you say that Donald Trump's a racist when his prime negress is right here <laughs> <laughs> like can, how is that the case and my Michael Cohen was like, I mean, I'm the son of a Holocaust survivor and I worked for him. So there's no accounting for being a fucking dumbass. That's the part that's left out. But like, it just follow me camera. Like, that's where I'm going here. All of y'all are finna be fucked if you keep supporting this man who, if it was any other president, it seems like facts would matter a lot more. But they just don't. And y'all just don't give a shit. And so, he's like, shit in every way he's really bad he's and like in really every for, like for for everyone across the board the republicans love it the rich rich republicans love it poor republicans are like uh don't take away my obamacare but <laughs> the rich ones doing everything they can to rob y'all's asses i mean and and for a lot of them still their racism and 
well, it's primarily racism. Yeah. It will sustain them through the rest of it. This man told us about how Donald Trump rode through Chicago and made his shithole countries comment back when Obama was still president yeah. saying, you know, there's never been a, a, a country, country led, led by, by a black, black person. Man. Yeah, a successful country led by a black person. Like, we just, we literally were living in it and then you came. So that's just not really true. But anyway, Michael Cohen got up there. Black people wouldn't vote for him because he's too stupid. I mean, they're too stupid. <laughs> he is too stupid. <laughs> Meanwhile, black women voted for you at the lowest percentage out of every fucking body because we clocked a long time ago what a lying ass liar not you stupid. Were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? For like the opposite Because we're actually reason. goddamn brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, if you, if you missed it, go check out the highlights. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like a game or whatever, because it's certainly not a game. Oh, yeah, no, you can go to several websites and at very, at the very least get like footnotes or yeah, whatever. I mean, right. Go get, you know, go get your news, not from the read, but. Right. Just, what is this? It was just quite the fucking day to sit here and watch people. A shit show. Do everything they can to make it seem like. Michael Cohen like that's the thing they they weren't ever really defending Donald Trump it's like you definitely believe all of these things about Donald Trump you just really badly want to talk about anything the fuck else yeah. especially things you've already discussed to like dance around I don't yeah there was just a lot going on but the thing he said that really worried me the most and I mentioned it to Chris and he said that he believes it's true as well which was at the very end when he said that if Donald Trump loses the next election he's still not going to lead there will be no peaceful transfer of power whenever at, it's time for him to be out of office he will not go peacefully look at the way he he won well, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the way that he won and still was like, oh, all of these, the all, all of this voter fraud and et cetera, et cetera, and all of this mm. shit. But like, you're, you're, you're still here, able to ruin all of our lives. Yep. What are you bitching about? So, of course. Yeah. Meanwhile, in North Carolina, the Republicans really did steal an election and got caught because the Republican who won, his own damn son, testified against him and was like, I actually told my daddy two years ago, watch out for that man coming through here peddling that bullshit because that's some illegal bullshit. And he ain't listening. And now all of a sudden, what happened? Nigga stepping down. Got to have a whole nother race because y'all done had absentee ballot fraud and all this. Like Donald Trump has been harping on these topics for months. Where are you at now, bitch? We have real documented election fraud fraud going on right now within your own fucking party where is the where is it donald where is the tweets I, I i need to see them i need to see your tweets talking about how terrible this election fraud this voter fraud is on behalf of your own fucking party donald. i mean honestly i don't even really i'm i'm so um in my own bubble of um weed and depression for most of the time that I don't even really come up for air so often to pay very close attention to a lot of these things. But when I do, even even if I did not, I think that at this point it's, it's painfully clear what yeah. everything is. And you don't have to be of a certain age or even a certain like education level to see the way that things are. Yeah. And also that there isn't really much sign of... Of of things changing, unfortunately. So, I mean, we'll there are a lot happens. of really optimistic people who feel like a change is going to come, and we're uplifting lots of uh, really strong and and bright people, and <laughs> well, et cetera, that is true. Et cetera. Yeah, but the, the, you know, I, the the freshman Congress people today. Uh, 
Oh, man. And then some of the, honestly, every person of color <laughs> who got up today and questioned Michael Cohen, I just stand. There was a lot of good shit going on. Lots of great questions. And I feel like if Michael Cohen told the truth, this is going to be a very hugely terrible day for Donald Trump because it's going to open up. It opens the door into so many more investigations. Tax fraud. But see, that's what I, I'm, you have to have the faith that those things will happen. Well, well, I don't really have faith in anything anymore as far as this country, especially this administration. That's understandable. Because I feel like Donald Duck could... (laughs) Donald Duck. Sure. Would honestly rather have Donald Duck as a president. Me too. So, Donald Duck ain't never. I played you know, Kingdom Hearts three. I know Donald Duck would protect me, no me occasionally. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just watched it all day today and just shook my head at the state of America. We got to get Donald Trump and all of his ilk the fuck out of here. But yes, I think that's it for me this week. Uh, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Damn, feels like we've been in here for a very long time. Oh my God. Um, check us out at thisistheread.com or on social media at thisistheread. Um, thank you everybody who came out to our six year anniversary show last week. Had a ball. Thank you so much to LaKaylee47 for coming through and performing. Yes, that thank just you so much, sis. So much. It was so wild to go backstage and she's like standing and I'm like no girl I came to stand for you like what this is backwards but you just bless the stage sis we love you and I'm just so here for you so um yes oh and thank you to Apple for featuring us in the app store on Monday morning that was a um that was a pleasant moment it was very interesting yes my mother contacted me about it. So. Oh my God, no. Are you serious? I mean, anybody could just go on their iPhone, I guess, and we were just there whether yeah. you wanted them to see you, see you or not. So, yeah. There that was, or whatever. But, um, you know, the pictures were nice, I guess. Yeah. And my cousin took a, a screenshot and put it in the family group chat before I had even opened up the app. I was you like, know, yo. <laughs> I just. Glory. I'm not in a. Uh, Hmm. Maybe another time. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not in a, a a place of. I've never really been good at celebrating myself or mm-hmm. or positive things that are happening for me. But I've been very anti that lately, and um, yeah, it's pretty bad. But I don't. It's I'm looking at the clock and it says 162. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you again to Apple for reaching out and for doing that with us. Um, it was an honor to work with your photographer and everything else. So, do you have any other news this week? No. All right, then I guess we are going to see y'all next week. 